There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Good morning! On that note, everybody, it is 545. This is the morning sickness. It's Friday. Hi there. My name's John. There's Brady. There's Brett Fesley. There's Big Dick Toledo. Off we go for another glorious day. It's raining. All night. I, like uh, many others, have discovered that uh, I need your help, boys. Uh Uh-oh. My windshield wipers look like Jason Pierre Paul's hands. They're just uh, like a firework. Just yeah. fix it. They didn't make a lot of noise, but uh, when I turned them on, they weren't doing much of anything. Just kind of flopping around. So I'm like, ah, I forgot about summertime and the testing. Who tests their windshield wipers when it's not raining? Occasionally, you'll throw a little of the Windex thing out of the uh, whatever they call that thing. You know, that little window washer thingy. The window washer yeah, thingy. Nobody knows what that's called. The window washer thingy. It's probably got a name. I haven't done that in a long time. And then driving along the freeway, got a little rain started, and I turned those on, and it was just smearing water all around. Damn it! Triple damn it! So you might want to test them before you leave the garage or your carport or wherever you stick your car in before you leave today and uh, before you get that deflated feeling of, ah, crap, because it might uh, keep raining for a little while. Or just, you know, don't go to work today. Skip it. Call in sick. Take one of your sick days. If you got a few of those left this year, what are you waiting for? It's December. I remember that uh, we had that one employee. Uh, he got fired after working here for 17 years. And that was a few years back, back when we were in the midst of uh, the recession, recession, the big housing crash and all that stuff. And the station had to do cutbacks and things in areas that were a little thick. And they got rid of him. And his one argument was... And I remember sitting with our boss, Chuck Arteague, and this is a lesson to all of you. He said, after 17 years, I took one vacation and I never called in sick and this is how I go out. And I remember Chuck saying, well, that was just dumb. (laughs) I'm like, man, if that's not a lesson learned, even from a guy who used to give you heat for calling in sick, never be one of, no one is impressed at all. With uh, your perfect attendance. No one, except you. I remember that in high school. With a, I didn't know we'd give that award out at the end as a person who never missed a day of school. Not one hour of ditch. You've missed out on life. How, well, how even the, not even taking the uh, paid vacation time you're given. Ridiculous. No, I don't need that. Not doing that. I show up every day. That, hard work. You know what that says to me? You're insecure that you're incredibly replaceable. And the second you leave, we'll discover we don't need you. That's in your mind. Like, if I leave, they'll know that I don't do anything. It's true. And so I better show up every day and act busy. And that's essentially what happened. I mean, I felt bad for the guy. But no one at all but you was impressed with your perfect attendance. So the day you get fired and you start screaming out, I have never used a sick day. That's dumb. And if your windshield wipers aren't working today and the first day of December and you've got sick days, use it. Call in, you've got some sort of weird, you the think you might have COVID. vacation time that expires at the end of the year. Yeah. I woke up stuffy, my throat hurts. Uh, I think I might have COVID, I'm going to test, but I'm not coming in today. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Nobody's going to care. 
And and no one you call on the other end is going to go, but Johnson, your perfect attendance record. What? Nobody even knows you have that but you. Ladies, you got the ultimate excuse. The vagina. I mean, you don't need to, need to yeah. use the windshield wipers. Nope. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> you shouldn't be driving anyway. It's well, raining. That's true. Uh, yeah, it's just ridiculous. So. Uh, Flaps problems. Yeah. <laughs> got one of my labias. Sw- Can you imagine being a manager? Oh, hi, Lauren. Hi, it's Teresa. Hey, Teresa. What's going on? I'm not going to make it today. Oh, geez. All right. Well, you know, we need you. It's- well, one of my labias swollen. Bye. <laughs> we care. got you covered. You take as much time as you need. Or schedule. All a man, all a man manager needs to hear is the word discharge, and you're off for the whole month. There's a weird greenish discharge. Okay, got a country tins of the. What are you doing? Just trying to avoid hearing your next words. Triple let the whole sales department go. Yeah. <laughs> you guys just stay home. It's fine. Sounds as though Teresa's labia is exploded, and I don't want that to be contagious. All the ladies have <laughs> December off. Maybe that's why they give Beth December off. Oh, that's right. I didn't even think about that. She gets the the swole. swollen lip. <laughs> Who knows? I don't know. I envy it. I wish I had that skill. Uh, but uh, you don't. But, yeah, use your sick days today. If your windshield wipers are really in tatters, uh, take a day off. Watch some prices right. Do it. Especially if you're a person who's got... it's. You know what this is to me? December 1st, I'm going to make it a new day. It's a Destroy Perfect Attendance Day for the people who think that that matters at anything. It doesn't. Iron Man of the office. Let me ask you this. Other than baseball, Lou Gehrig, Cal Ripken, mm-hmm. who do you know is like, that guy's never missed a day? Who? Who in this office has perfect attendance? Who in this building? Oh, in the building? Anywhere you've ever been in your life. Lane Pandrock. <laughs> maybe, but yeah, no. Maybe. Nope. She missed a few weeks ago. She had some stuff to do and she didn't come in. But you're close. No one cares about your attendance. No one ca- when you tell people Scott the Bot. Scott the Bot takes time off. He's got like 600 kids. One of them gets his snipples. He's got to do something. No one. And when you tell people, you know, I've never missed a day. The first thing that rolls to the person you're talking to is, "What an idiot! Why? Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you miss a day when, you, when given a chance? Today's your chance. It is take the day off, December, December one to remember. That's right. It's your December first to remember. Your perfect attendance means nothing to anybody. But now, if it means something to you and you feel like you're going to get a Rolex out of it, you're not. There is no reward for that. And at the end, when you're packing up that weird little box and that. Um, awkward shadow is lurking in the hallway waiting for you to clear out your things. and You're like, didn't even get a plaque for the perfect attendance. And then you're gone and two new people replace you because they're cheaper. That's the way life works. The perfect attendance means nothing. Take the day off. December 1st, perfect attendance. Never called in sick guy. Today's your day. In the NFL currently this year, I think maybe... Nobody. Um, Jason Kelsey as far as... Maybe. No, I thought I think, he missed, didn't he? But you're talking just about strong, games. Yeah, but it's, yeah. He works all week. There's days he's taken off. There's days he's like, I'm not coming in. They take, yeah. you know. They, they said, I mean, look, the baseball thing's same way. It's not like they're playing every day. But well, I mean, you get that Iron Man deal. Baseball's you don't miss different because it's 162 games. There's a little more games. In 190 days. Yeah. So the And a lot of the time, the days off are traveling. So you get a day off now and again. It's not saying you don't get a day off. You know, you get your weekends and stuff. It's perfect attendance. It's stupid. So I'm talking to a very small group of people out there. Everybody else is raising their glasses. 
But no one knows in any office in America at all who's never missed a day. School. Stupid. You find out at graduation. Tanya Holt, congratulations for your perfect attendance. We all look at each other and go, she didn't miss an hour? Like, sometimes we were at EG's and it was taking too long to get lunch and we're just like, we'll just skip fourth. I'm not rushing back. I didn't even get my lunch until three minutes before we, forget it. Getting a hot dog and a slushie. I'm staying for an hour. We'd go to this buffet called Poncho's. And uh, it was so delicious. It was all you could eat. They knew, high school students, all you can eat for six bucks. And we'd drive a little bit. It was over on like uh, Southern and I guess it's uh, almost Country Club. Country Club. Yeah. That's right. Nice job. I Brett remember those. Brett knows yeah, Ponchos. I know the hood. And we went over there and be like, eh, I got my first tray and I'm still hungry and we're leaving in two minutes. Let's say we miss fourth hour and, and drill Ponchos for a little more. And Poncho's like, are you kids needing to go back to school? You and I both know that's not. <laughs> we're not going to do that, so. So they would encourage you to have have another tray. Like, yeah, ponchos. How am I going to? I paid the six bucks. I might as well get a couple of trips. Ditch in school was the best. The best. I was duped on that. Buffets? Get back for, you know, here's your lunch period. No. I'd make sure I wouldn't miss another period. I mean, it just wasn't. It was drilled that much. That's not an option. class? No. never Until, like, you had the, the one, like, senior day. You never just took an hour off? Nope. Why? Once you just do never it, thought oh, that that was you should an leave right now. Yeah, just, you, know you know what? what I mean, take, take, you know, come back at six, seven yeah. o'clock, seven o'clock, Brady. We'll Miss see you there. Miss an hour, and we'll be like, "Where's Brady?" No one will know where you are. You knew there would be uh, four or five faculty members over at your house. Uh, your That's because you guys were too tight with everybody, way too friendly with everyone. Yeah, Amen. I just didn't think. I had the system there are too down. many repercussions. Oh, the, but once you start doing it a lot, there's nothing they can do. They, they actually, you start to discover once you creak that door open. Yeah, and I oh, never did. There's yeah. no power here. Oh, it's the best. And once you figure out when they call the house, because there was an automated call at 4.15. This is a call to tell you that your student at Dobson High School missed one or more hours today. Okay. And I'd be like, and I just answered the phone, hello? Oh, uh... No, I think you've got the wrong number. I'm just talking to the recording. I don't know who that was. That's somebody a wrong number. It seems we get a lot of wrong numbers. Every day about 4.15, we get wrong numbers. I got an A for attendance and Bs and Cs for grades. And then my parents really didn't paid care. off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and just, here you are with me. Yep. D student who barely went to school from his junior year on. So you're too busy raising the flag uh, for more sopapillas over at uh, Poncho's <laughs> yeah, yeah, or what? Yeah, we need the flag. Sopapillas <laughs> for everybody. You know, let's go around again, everyone. We're going to miss fifth hour, too. That ditch in school was the best. I don't think, like you were saying, I don't think senior ditched. I don't think that was really a doesn't ditch day. Count. It doesn't count because everybody's doing it. And the, yeah. It's and not this, like and, this, a, and everybody knew about yeah, it. That's like, why it was the teachers it's designed didn't even care. that way. Exactly. It's, it's like asking uh, the to toilet paper yeah. houses. Can we toilet paper your house? What are you doing? Yeah. You're getting away. If the, if and the, some people didn't even, you know, there were some people that didn't I, do that. Like the seniors. I, I didn't. I'm afraid there's going to be a, a problem there. Well, I, ditching? Yeah, doing that ditching? senior ditch day. They're like, oh, Ours. we'll get in trouble. I remember sitting in Mr. McConnell's uh, social studies class. And he goes, senior ditch day. Here's the deal on that, guys. Uh, you're not allowed to graduate if you get caught on senior ditch day not coming to school. And I actually had knowledge of something i'm like can't do that it's against state regulations if you pass classes they gotta let you out doesn't matter that's not true john i'm like call a lawyer rick sent me to the library for a week <laughs> i wasn't allowed in the class for a week but i just remember saying you can't take our graduation away if we graduate we graduate 
It's a piece of paper that we can go take a test today. You probably already had out. your days of attendance covered. For, you know, according to state regulations and all of it was credits. Ooey, pass the tests, they let you out. That's it. Now, if you just stop going all the time, I made my appearances. But ditching school is the best thing in the world. Teaches you how to be a man. Teaches you how to run around and like I, the, the way the world works. I would go to Tony Roma's and just pick up a shift during school. My manager's like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "I want money more than I want to learn about." The same things I've known since sixth grade. It, it definitely changed uh, for me, you know, like in college, because it was more of your responsibility. Right. Saying like you missed the class, going. which you can, yeah. you can make that choice. Just pass the tests. Yeah, you were afraid you were going to get in trouble from your parents. Yeah, yeah that's it. My dad just told me when you're supposed to graduate, you graduate. If you don't, we'll talk. It was the best. But today, and, and especially as an adult, nobody cares about your perfect attendance. No one. No one. You got a brother that's a little bit older than you that probably put in extra hours at school. Yeah. I want to stay longer. This guy said, uh, he goes, uh, they don't care about your perfect attendance. However, they will mention how many sick days you use on your yearly review. Right. Well, you're allowed a few. If you go overboard, that's a thing. But if you're sitting there today and it's haven't missed a day all year and you're sitting there trying to streak, take your day. You're allowed to have some. State law requires you get some sick days. So if they even, but if you're a bum and you're not holding your end of the deal, right. if you're, if you're work, abusing, you're it. making your own bed. But there. that's different. That's exactly. just a bad employee. That's what people are like. Oh, okay, I'm going to take my day. But here's the other thing: if you're a bum, you don't have perfect attendance anyway. I'm not talking to those people. That's not who I'm talking. I'm talking to those goody two shoes knobs. Oh, I don't know, yeah. Sean. Get in trouble and the, the yearly review will come up, and I took a day. That's that's your boss just putting the screws to you because he sees a victim, sees a weakling. Take your day. Perfect attendance guy. You're making me, you're pissing me off. Why not? I think everybody here is. Yeah. There's none of those here. If there is, we don't know. Yeah. So what's the point? Hmm. It's, it, and, uh, you know, it's on the heels of this crazy no nut November thing, which is finally over. So get your laundry soap ready because if you've got one of those no nut November weirdos living in your house, he is about to wreck the house. It's December 1st, and he's allowed to explode. I watched the thing last night. Uh, feel bad for the companies that are having their holiday oh, parties this weekend after coming off a of no-nut November. There's going to be some pregnancy. Because I watched the doctor <laughs> yesterday on the uh, some news show talking about like how silly it is. And he goes, there's absolutely no benefit to this outside of uh, personal gains to say I accomplished it. He goes, it doesn't. Uh, there's no health benefits. There's no health risk it's just you deciding to say i've got the willpower to not do this and he said in fact masturbation is a key to good sleep stress relief everything else the good news is now that no nut november is over there's a good chance that this is the uh, day of probably uh, zero road rage because i think road rage has a lot to do with pent up I can see that. Could, uh, there's no reason to fight nobody wants to fight after they've busted there's I never not a road rage there's no, yeah that's right there's never a a moment where right after you busted, you want to put some gloves on and get them work the heavy bag. You want to just rest and smile. But they, uh, I forget what they were calling December. It was like destroy dick December or something like that. And I started laughing. I'm like, this is, it's like you're going to take it out on the wang. So no nut November is over and you guys can start crushing. Yeah, it's destroy dick December to make up for lost time. Throw out so. some stats that, uh, you know, they discovered a lot more prostate cancer. From no because nothing. Of, yeah. What they did say, what that doctor did say was, you are probably uh, more fertile 
if you waited the whole month without any of the release, that there's a good chance that you're, which is a nightmare, that you're probably stored up a little bit and there's a chance you could be a little bit more potent. Uh, no real proof of that, but some guys would probably, with a larger, you know, mm-hmm, then there's a chance that he could probably be a little more potent. So be careful, girls, because this is pregnancy weekend in December and a lot of July and August babies coming your way here soon. More than Plan B pills. Yeah. Speaking of pregnancy, been paying a lot of attention to this abortion thing that's going on. I don't like to get into political topics, but this abortion situation we got in Arizona. Have you looked into the law that currently is held? And then they kind of changed it a little bit. The abortion law that was that immediately went back into play after the Supreme Court decided to start messing with abortion a year or so ago. 1874, I think, is the year that we go back to. Yeah. Uh, all I'm thinking to myself, and I think we all agree, back in the puritanical 1870s, what kind of whore was wandering into the doctor looking for an abortion? Like, ladies didn't have a lot of rights. Evidently, that was a rough year. And what was an abortion in 1874? If if you look at how dentists used to do fillings in the 1930s, in the 30s, the number one cause of suicide in the United States was dental pain because people did not want to go to the dentist. You see those tools that dentists used in the 1930s for dentistry? What were they Primitive. doing for abortions in the 1870s? No wonder it was fully illegal. The doctors didn't want to toy around with that. Was like a, Look, we got to regulate this. Had to be we, like, have to, we have to stop this. This is a- Look at that office. A sickle in an oak bucket. I think that was the only yeah. tools necessary. <laughs> I mean, I'm thinking we went back to 1874 rules. Of course it was illegal then. Gross. What are you putting that nine-ounce glove on for? <laughs> Trust me. The doctor's throwing up all over his stomach. Like, ah, just, he probably just reached in and started tugging on stuff like he was cleaning out a pumpkin. <laughs> like, just, I got a few of the seeds. We'll roast them later. Oh. <laughs> Man. Got that weird orange hair just pulled out. I'm like, all right, we gotta, we'll clean this up with uh, one of those little egg beaters. I guess that ought to do it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, of course, 1874 abortion was 100 percent illegal. But who are the ladies of 1874 wandering and going? I want to terminate my pregnancy. Back in 1874, you did that stuff yourself. You threw yourself down a flight the of stairs. The old or, Planned Parenthood. <laughs> yeah, you, just, you had some uh, dude punch in the stomach. He's got lippy. If you were pregnant in 1870, you wandered over to a fella at the saloon, and you got lippy with him, and he'd slug you in the stomach, and mission accomplished. That was an 1870s abortion. They didn't have technology to even know how to get that done properly. Just go over to the brothel. <laughs> right. Just start mouthing off to a drunk. They beat women like crazy back then. There were no rules. Like what? Abortion clinics in 1874. A doctor, he came to your house for crying out loud. They used to, the way they did birth in the 1870s, according to all the movies and TV, it's the hot box, of, like a bucket of water, some towels, <laughs> and a guy with a weird, like, No monocle. wonder they want to change it. That's what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, this thing's based on 1874? <laughs> right. Well, that's what I'm saying. We can't yeah. lean on this. I'm not an abortion activist by any means, but... If 1874 is where we currently stand, of course it was illegal in 1874. No use of the claw. It might have been the grossest <laughs> thing of all time. The guy just had a butter knife and a fist, and that was the abortion tool. So I'm kind of like, you know, I don't know how excited you can be when it comes to, uh, you know, your your side winning the abortion battle if, we're, if 1874 is the laws we're sticking to. And then they said, okay, 
15 weeks, you can still get one of the modern-day ones. We're going back to the 1874 band. Hey, we got to be, even if you're a nutbag religio who's like, no, it's got to be completely illegal all the way across. I'm like, all right, I get it. But can we at least write some new words instead of saying we're in frontier days? I mean, we were 10 years removed from the Emancipation Proclamation, and we got a law on deck saying, and also this. People didn't have rights. 1874, they probably just stuffed a rattlesnake in the lady and said, do your work. And, of course, they didn't care if a lady died. It was like a 50-50 shot when you gave birth. You were going to make it through that anyway. In the sitting room of that doctor's office, there's probably a stone wheel for blade sharpening. (laughs) Let me just hit my primer here. So I understand you want an abortion. Whore? Whore against God? Yeah, I really need to get rid of this baby. Okay, whore against God, lay down. Yeah, I figured that I'd uh, start my... Uh... Bad situation. I, I don't want to have the baby. Right. Well, you need to go see the blacksmith then. <laughs> right. Who was getting abortions in 1874? What what lippy broad was wandering around with feminism back then? You'd take a shot in the chops if you even mentioned you needed rights. Susan B. Anthony had a baby. She wasn't even Out dabbling. Out here was yeah. the wild, wild west, though. That's what I'm saying. Just get thrown into a lake and beaten up or have a rock chucked at your stomach. That's the way it worked back then. The good old days. Exactly. You know? Make America great again. What Hobart's talking about, we all agree. Better time. No, it's weird that we're even talking about it. Like when the laws go back then, some people are like, yeah, that's the way it should be. I'm like, nothing should be like 1874 ever again, except for those weird little museums we visit called Frontier Days. Where Rob Trigg walks around as the town drunk, and then they do a shooting off a roof, and everybody claps, and then we make a chicken dance on a hot plate. Nobody wants to live like Rawhide. What? Sorry, I'd take you to the office, but the iron horse is broken. I don't remember (laughs) one John Wayne movie, a little lady needs an abortion. It didn't happen. Did not occur. No more new pilgrims. (laughs) And we're sitting here talking about it. This is Ryan Weber said 1870s abortion is a good band name. You might be right. That's pretty good. 19th century abortion is pretty solid. But, yeah, I mean, Katie Hobbs was just with her little, uh, you know, she's the state president. And so, I mean, we're in bigger lockers and 10 more minutes for lunch. And also, I'm going to get rid of this 1870s abortion law. I'm like, yeah, who's against that idea? That's pretty good. That that one I'm with her on. I mean, I disagree with Katie on a lot of stuff. But that one, okay, I can get on board that. And I know, I know, religio. You're going to email me. Abortion should have never been legal, even in the 18th. Okay, stop it. Stop it. You've, it's just a thing that you can have. a. You don't need to get one. It's not like they're forcing them down here. The murder. Okay. Well, I'd rather have that available than the 1870s ways where chicks were, you know, roto-rootering themselves. The murder, that's, that's, that's not better. Pre-Dyson days. Yeah. That's, I, and I don't that's care. how we invented the thing. Yeah. Get, get yourself an abortion. Don't get one. You know my stance on that. It's your choice, whore. That's how I've always felt about abortion. That's how I'll always feel. You can do it once. Now, I do think there needs to be a punch card. You're allowed one. You go back and start making it birth control, and now all of a sudden it's your thing. But uh, all I'm thinking of is the mentality of the girl that... You know, I didn't even, they didn't even have phones yet, did they? You had to go actually knock on someone's door and go, yeah. 
Hey, old Doc you could Jensen. telegram. <laughs> yeah. Just had a procedure done. Yeah. Tick, 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 tick. Oh. That old whore down the street needs me to come down there and suck out her unborn baby. Yeah, well, my work here is never done. <laughs> old Doc Jensen's over there at Mary's house pulling out her baby from whoring. Well, we're going to tattoo a scarlet A on her chest for adultery and she's going to whore around. And it's a two-day trip to Dodge City. <laughs> right, right. They probably complain about. They don't have a clinic here in my town. This old mining refuge. Nobody the like, Globe Arizona was a big city. Come on. I want to meet. I want to go now. I now if somebody invents time travel, I'm not going to go back and kill baby Jesus or baby Hitler just to be famous. I'm well, gonna, the other thing is, I'm going to go uh, back and find 1870s abortion whore. I want to know her. And the birth rate had to have been pretty tough then, too. It was horrible. Like I said, you, you almost died giving birth, let alone. what They just killed the mother, I'm guessing, in 1870. You wanted an abortion. They just cut you in half. All right. We'll get rid of That's this That's the problem. part they want to change. Yeah, they would just kill the mom. Well, you're the host body, Man. and the only thing we know how to do here is just get rid of you. So, yeah, they just offed the host body. Did you find anything online of 1870s abortion tools? I'm, I'm surprised the word was even invented. I mean, it had to be Game of Thrones ugly. Like you just breathe fire in there and then put some leeches in. I think the medical. It, you know, one good thing about it is all of those tools were made in America. That's, a, you know what, that was back when we really cared about our product. Craftsmen still <laughs> made their stuff here. <laughs> Snap on. And then you'd wander into that weird, man. oh, hey, it's a blacksmith and the, the toolsmith. I'm going to need myself a blade yay big and skinny, if you don't mind. What for? Got to poke out some babies. You haven't heard about this new trend called abortion? Yeah, town whores need them all the time. Hey, there's a museum of uh, contraception and abortion. Where? Online. Oh, it's just online. I can't visit this museum. museum? Hang on, I'll pull it up. So it's the ball of twine and then like on Route 66. (laughs) Is there a sign on the freeway? that sure Clark W. Griswold visited there before. Next exit, contraception and abortion museum. Hey, my brother's in there. <laughs> They're the instruments, and uh, if I walked into a doctor's office... What in the world? <laughs> it's like a mousetrap, and <laughs> what was that one? There's a mousetrap, a syringe. It's like someone took a jart, took the fins <laughs> right. off it, and that's the landing arrow. A bow and arrow, a pair of scissors that could reach my throat from my anus. And a primitive hook. And a I hook. haven't been sterilized since they were used. <laughs> oh, Whoa, look at that. Man. What's with the bow and arrow? And then a mousetrap. That is, uh, I think you put some cheese on it and the baby reaches for it. <laughs> Maybe that was it. They waited There's for the, the doctor's kit. Wait for the baby to get hungry. And they put it's a mousetrap in there. It's like a couple crack pipes. Mousetrap's not a bad idea, actually. <laughs> Little baby's reaching for food. <laughs> we got him. Don't feel that squirming around anymore, do you? That's. Here's the bladder probe. Uh, what's that mean? Yeah. Cervical dilator. Those are just two sticks they pried you open with. Yeah. Well, they didn't have salad forks in. No, so they just, they just chopsticked yeah. you wide open, reached in, and pulled. I feel something. This is coming out. Oh. They don't have cars yet. Look at the syringe. Why is it? Oh, oh. Look at that thing. A curved uterine syringe. Oh, it's got a 90-degree turn on it before it starts stabbing. Imagine that thing dragging through. Oh. Did they have anesthesia yet? I don't think so. They just chloroformed sure. your face. Oh, man. Anyway, 
any law that we've got that's 1874 tied, we got to bring her on back. Arizona originally banned abortion in 1864. Right. Well, that's when they freed the slaves, so they got a little worried that some of their babies were going to be mocha. <laughs> uh, we can't have that. we got to figure out a way if she gets, you know. Keyshawn? If she starts liking that one guy. The 1864 law mandates between two and five years of prison time yeah. for doctors who perform. For the doctors? What about the, well, they just killed the woman. Here's, here's the midwife case. 15-week well, limit. Even there is a class six felony. Yeah, that's the new one, yeah. right? Yeah. They make it a felony now. Like, yeah, this, the, I don't know. I don't understand it. Do whatever you want with it. Again, my oh. protest is and always will be, it's your choice, whore. Why is she always a whore? I don't know. Because one side thinks so. The other side says it's your choice. I don't care what you do with your body. Man, that's horrible. And they did it on the kitchen table. Yeah. They used to do it right right here. Yeah, yeah, it says kitchen tables not only for politicking. You didn't sit around and have your soups and gruels back in 1870s on a table that may or may not have had a medical procedure performed on it. (laughs) Blood to death at the kitchen table was not uncommon headline in newspapers before abortion was legalized. Bled to death on the... Just plop her up here on the kitchen table. Have you been to a school for doctoring? Close enough. I know where the holes are. Oops, I nicked something. Yeah, well... Good news is you're never going to be able to have a baby again after what I just did. There's the abortion tools from Africa. Oh. Those were just sticks. Yeah. Like I said. Wood and plastic rods. Wait a minute. How How much? How'd they get plastic? Honestly, in 1874, how much did you not want a kid? To go in and say, I want this out of me, considering the methods. How give me, badly? Give me the sticks. I don't want, I don't want no kid. Like, I, don't, I mean, <laughs> give me the sticks. I would have loved that woman till the end of time, all, all the right. way up to 1902, when she probably died at age 30. But I would have absolutely loved her beyond belief. I'm pregnant and I don't want to be. Are you talking 1870s abortion? Yes. I think I love you more. <laughs> this is, you're willing to do this to not have a child? My God, you're my dream woman. If we have this kid, I can't pan gold every day. (laughs) What am I supposed to do down at the mercantile if I have an unwanted child, said Toledo's granddad. (laughs) Man, oh man. Anyway, so I just keep seeing that in the news, and I'm like, I hate the abortion conversation, but all I'm thinking of is that, that ballsy old frontier woman going over there to see dr quinn medicine woman and saying pull it out of me i don't want kids and never have never wanted them don't like them now you realize the method involved you could bleed out on the table better than having kids mm-hmm. like man oh man what a woman here's your two buffalo hides yeah. trading there's all sorts of steven spielberg needs to make a movie about the lady who got the first frontiersy abortion just a talking to her boyfriend about it. i can't have this kid like, there's got to be something the doc can do Eyes like a doll. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, can I help you? Yeah, Doc Brown, I need you to do me a favor. 1870s abortions. Man, oh, man. Maybe that's what I'd do if I had a time machine. Travel back there with some deodorant. A couple of tools. Tampies. And some tampons. Teach these people. So, like, I'd do... That wouldn't screw up the time-space continuum if I brought tampons to them 30 years before they invented them. Ladies, you're going to love me for this. This... Is a box of Playtex. What's it do? Well, you'll have your socks back. Let's just start there. You don't have to don those anymore. (laughs) 
I put it where? Man, where you've been stuffing that mud that Indian showed you. Uh, you know? The you don't have to clog with corks and mud anymore. Good Christ. And that's 1870s. Imagine what was going on 100 years prior to that. A woman had the nerve to ask a doctor for an abortion in 1870? Off with her head. I mean, maybe New York was a little more advanced, but Arizona? I don't think so. Two doctors in the whole state or territory. Yeah. And who's the first dude that said, I'll do it? Traveling west. I bet you he's the one who got her pregnant. I guarantee it was the doctor who got some wife pregnant. He's like, I got to get that out of here. I'm a doctor. Lay down on the table. I'm going in. Then he had like sticks and candy and wife. It would have been one of his horrors. He had a, he had to cover his ass. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> Not his wife. Someone else's <laughs> wife. Yeah. Anyway, it's that's a guy who makes a good point. Patrick says, "Wait a second. If I heard that right, if I have an abortion after 15 weeks, I can go to prison of class six felony and share a cell the same amount of time." Who banged that dead granny? He's a class four felony. He's only going to be in there a couple years longer than you. (laughs) Dear Lord. Anyway. Speaking of that guy, yesterday in Brazil, a nine-year-old woman in a body bag uh, started scratching, came back to life. (laughs) They had her in the morgue. And I'm like, imagine if that would have happened. 90-year-old? She's 90. She's laying in her bag and woke up. She just got a nice rest. She was cold. It's freezing. They moved her into the freezer she starts she gets up bag starts moving around and luckily for her randall bird wasn't in there because she'd have seen some stuff she'd rather not have woken up to unzip no no don't zip the bag unzips it and she's in there going i can't breathe what were you thinking had her all stripped down put her in the bed she was that sleepy <laughs> she's wow. dead stuffed her in the freezer and everything she's okay randall bird wasn't there so everything's all right uh, let's get a wake-up song, shall we? A good one to start off this 2023, not 1874 day. Ladies, you're so lucky that you live in this time. Everybody who complains about how much better things used to be, just think back of frontiersy lady who has an unwanted pregnancy. <laughs> and then wipe the sweat from your forehead and go, yeah, it's pretty good here. I, I like this current time. Uh, give it to us good and strong. It's 98 KUPD. Wake up! <laughs> It's Beautiful Friday morning. Love a little rain in the air. Uh, slippery streets and your windshield wipers probably won't work. So that's that. Deal with it. It's a perfect day. And oh my goodness, is it going to completely and utterly pour snow all over the north. And that's a good thing, too. Yeah, Action Ride Shop's oh, thrilled go. about that. Ready to go. And then hands are ready to roll. Hands are uh, you know rubbing together because that means the people are coming in. They'll take care of you over at Action Ride Shop. That's for sure. Uh, yesterday, listen to this. This is the this is how society works nowadays. I had quite an ordeal. So yesterday, I have uh, you know the creative environments people are working on my front patio, and there's a little noisy and a lot going on, uh, which is good because I want that thing to get done. And they're flying the cleanest people I've ever dealt with in my life. Like the the work they do is just like it's not it, it's incredible. They leave nothing. It's like they were never there. They show up, things change, and then it's just back. They're outstanding. So I'm, I'm thinking about that. And I also had uh, Gloria, the, uh, you know, once a month she comes and does a deep clean of the house. So she's there all day. And there's nothing worse uh, than being home for a while. I had a few hours to kill. 
and being home while there's a lady in there that you don't know that well cleaning your whole house, right? So you just feel awkward. So me and Bus, my English, uh, we decided to go down to the H&H Ranch downtown, Hopkins' apartment, and do a little cleaning there. It's been a while since that thing got a deep clean. So while Gloria cleaned my house, I went down there to the uh, beer apartment, and I decided to clean that. So I took Bussy with me. We go down there. I'm cleaning the place up. I take a little nap on the couch because I fell asleep watching match game. And I uh, woke up, uh, got there about probably about 12.30, and woke up about, uh, well, did some cleaning and then went to sleep and woke up about 3.30. I'm like, oh, all right. Uh, well, it's time to start thinking about getting out of here. Straighten some more things up, get a little laundry done, some towels, and off I go. Go down into the parking garage at the apartment complex. Uh, level four, Brady, always parking level four. And I'm rolling up, and I'm like, uh, I don't have my wallet. I forgot my wallet. I don't have any cash. I don't have any money. I don't have anything. I don't have any way out of this parking garage right now. And I've been here for four hours, three and a half hours. Well, this ticket is not going to, you know, there's nothing I can do here. So I get to the the little box, and I hit a button. And I said, do you take Apple Pay? And the Hold on, we'll send someone out. And this old uh, African-American gentleman comes out in a security thing. He looks at me and he goes, uh, what's the problem? Well, I said, I'll be honest with you, I forgot my wallet at home. And that's $20 to park. And I don't have any cash or anything on me. We don't take cash. I'm like, I know. I said, it's clearly written all over the box. I don't have a card. <laughs> and I said, is there anything we can do if I can come back and get you? I, you can get my name. I'll give you all uh, info, get my license, whatever. And I said, and I'm thinking to myself, I'm not hassling this dude. This is my problem. I I brought this problem to him, and he goes, uh, well, nothing we can do about it now. And I'm like, all right, well, I just, I, I guess, uh, you know, and I'm like, but you're not going to let me out? Nope. <laughs> so I can't go. Nope. Park your car right here. Figure out how to get twenty dollars. Oh man. And I'm like. Again, this guy's just doing his job, probably hears this excuse all the time, and he's had it. So I'm like, you know what? All, all he's doing is his job. I'm not going to get mad. I'm going to play. I'm like, you know what? You're right. So I get out, park the car, and I'm thinking I'll walk to – I got my dog with me. I'll walk to CVS. I'll go to Fry's. I'll do something like that, and I'll try to – Buy something, Buy maybe? something. Well, here's what I learned about Apple Pay. You can't do a cashback buyback yeah. thing. I also have my Apple Pay account tied to a bank account I don't know the PIN to. So you can't ATM. So I, I can't ATM. Yeah. So I go in and I uh, I walk into the fries and somebody goes, how, 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 hold up. I look back and I'm like, huh? You can't come in there with that. Points to my dog. What? There, now, meanwhile, keep in mind, there's a dude who looks like he just got off of the castaway scene. Uh, he's trying to play the you know the, the stage version of Chuck Nolan, Tom Hanks from Castaway, Tattered Rags. Just a mess smells. He's allowed in there. You can't bring no dog into a grocery store. Are you crazy? I'm just going to go over to the gift card section real quick. Uh-uh. Fine. No, you ain't. So I walk over to the CVS uh, at the bottom of where Stand Up Live is. Go over there. Go inside. Dude behind the counter is looking at me. And I'm like, I need to. You guys take Apple Pay? And he goes, we can try. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's not a good start. <laughs> and I'm like, well, let me try to buy something here and use the Apple Pay. And I hit the thing and it goes, and he goes, now I don't know what to do. And I'm like, I, and I don't think it worked, bro. <laughs> and I'm like, I think it says right here in the thing, all you have to do is hit something, and we're good. Uh, uh, maybe for those M&Ms, but this gift card, I don't know how this works. 
like, well, can we talk to somebody's supervisor? He's on break. God damn it. So I leave. Now I'm starting to boil up a little bit. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> so I leave. I walk, rage. I walk all the way to McDowell and 7th Street from like, Jefferson oh. and 1st with a dog that wants to meet everybody. And I hoof it That's up That's how long the fuse you're lighting <laughs> yes, right now. Exactly. Why would you walk that long? There's nowhere else to go. For like a, you no buy a gift card. stand up? I could go to stand Any up and do what? Resources? They don't like take cash. Brad or nope. I did text Alex and I did text uh, Coleman. Yeah, they were up at call Coleman. Eight. They were desert rich. But again, uh, I thought of this. What am I going to ask him? I need well, twenty. Yeah, I can't use cash to pay the guy. Don't I thought it said n- cash they, only. No cash. Oh. Uh, you, you could have went up there and validated your ticket. Uh, okay, it wasn't the same parking. Oh garage. yeah, it's a different oh. complex. A different there. parking garage. All of this stuff crossed my mind. Walk all the way up to. Well, no, now, keep in hold on. Before I went all the way to McDowell and 7th Street, I went back into the Cityscape apartment complex. On the 15th floor, they have the people who will show you around if you're a new resident. They have a validation thing that covers one hour. Well, I've been there for four hours. One hour cover is not going to do me any good. So I talked to the girl back there. She looks very nice. But keep in mind, she's just a lady that shows apartments for free rent. Probably a D student all the way across the board. So I go in and I said, hey, I'm in a bit of a pickle here. I've got this thing. They won't let me out of the parking garage. And I got to go. Now, Now this has been going on for a while. Now it's past 4 o'clock. So I said, is there any And I said, plus, I need to fill out a paperwork to get a parking pass for this. I, I kind of live here. I have. But I'm not on the lease. But I've, I've been told. And I said, so if I could just get, I'll pay the extra whatever it is a month to just get a parking space. And she goes, well, that's a 24-hour process. And the people at Ace Parking aren't here anymore. They leave at 4. And I said, oh, <laughs> all right. Well, I have this ticket. And she goes, well, you can put it in the validation thing. And I'm like, well, it's a $20 fee right now. And, that's, and she goes, yeah, it'll take an hour off, and then you'll only owe 15. And I, I, she had to see the fire in my eyes. To say, and I just looked at her, and I said, if I, if I don't have cards for 20, why would $5 off help me? Uh, well, it's 15 if you do that. At least you're saving 5 bucks. 5 bucks that I can't use, or it doesn't matter if it's a billion dollars or a dollar. Currently, I, can't, I don't have a card. Well, you can go to CVS and charge something, and then they'll give you... I don't... I don't have a car! Well, I can't help you. I'm in a no curb your enthusiasm. So then that's when I wander all the way up to the the CVS up at... Uh, or the, the, the Safeway up there, and I, they, I got the gift card. I buy a Visa gift card off the thing, walk all the way back. It's almost five. I get back. Sitting next to my car in a fold-out chair is that same... Black guy that wouldn't let me out. He was very nice. And again, all I thought of was him was he's just doing his job. He's being irrational, but he's just doing his job. So I get back there. It's about almost five now. It's been going on for about 90 minutes. So get back. He goes, you get it all straightened out? Hold up the gift card. I'm like, I think so. We'll see. And he goes, by the way, is that your dog? I'm like, yes. (laughs) I wouldn't. Yes. Been walking. No, I just walk a strange dog around town for an hour and a half. He goes, yeah, he's young. He's got a good gait. And I'm like, okay. And he goes, but you know what's going to happen to him? I'm like, don't say anything bad. He goes, he's going to get fat as f-. <laughs> Why? <laughs> All that energy he got now going to turn into sleepy time. What are we talking about? Go over to the box. He goes, let's see if we can get this straightened out. Go over to the box. One hour, about seven to ten miles of walking all over the city. I give him the gift card. And he walks over to the box, slide it in. Yeah, we in business now. Oh. Oh, it's $30 now. He went another hour. I'm like, all right. 
Uh, it's fine. Gift cards for 50. I, I took that into account. Across the screen. Declined. Oh, Jesus. And I'm like, I activated it in the store. I'm like, do it again. Oh, man. Declined again. He goes, man, this is rough. <laughs> and I'm like, it sure is. So on the card, for retail only, not for bills, not for anything. Oh, so evidently, Jesus Christ. <laughs> it doesn't work in these little boxes either. So I sit back, and he looks at me, and he goes, you've been through a lot today. <laughs> like, yeah, I have. And I think he saw tears in my eyes. I'm pretty sure I was well enough. I'm like, am I going to get, am I stuck in this? Oh, and, and also, uh, Megan wasn't available to come pick me up. So people are saying, well, I got, uh, Doug Hopkins was all the way over in the East Valley. Couldn't, people are offering to Venmo me money. That does me no good. Why don't you? Yeah. No good. That, was my, that was my okay. next option. All right. So I'm sitting there, and he goes, you know what? I ain't supposed to do this. But you have yourself a nice day. Hits a little button on the side and the gate goes up. And at that moment, I felt freedom. I felt like a bird being left. A cage door was open. But also I felt like, hey, f*** you, man. You could have done this an hour and a half ago. You told me you weren't allowed. So there I was driving up the hill. And he goes, by the way, as I start to pull up, I work here every day. So if you want to pay a brother back, yes, I'd like to pay you back. I'd like to pay you back with fire. He asked for a tip. <laughs> Everyone yesterday sucked. Then Everyone. Everyone sucked. And it was brutal. So I was free. The whole thing. 90 minutes of me walking all over the city to get a gift card. And he's like, just go. You could How about have done if this. I give you the $50 gift card? I'm not card. giving him a $50 gift card for not letting me out in the first place and causing this. Should have called Larry. He was still here. He couldn't come down. Larry wouldn't come down there. <laughs> He figured it would have been easy. But the worst person yesterday was the girl who just blank stared at me and said, well, I'll get you $5 off the money. what happened to that deal? (laughs) Well, it doesn't matter $5 off happened to that deal. I still couldn't pay for it. It's time. Brady, if if you had this quick trip thing and it was filled with gold and you said, that'll cost you $20. I'm like, I don't have any money. All right, $15. What good does that do me? It doesn't matter if if you discount it, if I don't have any way to pay for it. Oh, no, I know where our promo crew works when they're not here. <laughs> That's exactly right. They put some nice clothes from uh, Elaine Bryant on a woman, and they say, uh, you're going to look the part, but you're still going to be dumb as a box of rocks. You should have used your skills that you had. How about if I make you laugh for the next half hour? <laughs> I'm not doing that. I'm not. No. <laughs> oh, man. To quote Trip, no. Get out of my office. Yeah. I have a specific set of skills. Were you going to build me something? God, no. I can bar- I can barter humor. Do you like impressions? <laughs> Not really. Okay, we're off to a bad start. But yeah, the whole deal was I can't pay for this. Do you have a, a validation sticker? Only for an hour. You put it in this machine, it'll give you fifteen dollars. I'm like, I don't have money to pay for that. And then her brilliant suggestion, you could use a card. Okay. You think I came all the way up to your office with credit cards in my pocket? Telling you I can't pay for things, you dumb. The other thing that had to been going through your mind is the amount of you know days of the year oh. that you actually. Hey, there's a couple. Reach into my pocket. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I got laundry money. I, I there must be thirty days of undiscovered All money. All the time. I don't like going through my pockets when laundry happens because yeah, a couple weeks later you reach into your pocket, you got forty dollars you didn't realize you had. Not this time. I was dead gone broke. Gone. 
And I finally knew what it was like. Oh, that gift card was great, but also no, only yeah. retail only. I finally oh. know what it's like to be oppressed by another race. You and your badge thinking you're such a big deal holding the white man down. Let me out! He made me, he gave me a, a, it was brutal. Right from the get-go. You just had a bad introduction somehow. No, I told him. No, he was very nice. But I, And I was trying to be extra nice, just thinking, oh, you're just doing your job. And I told him. I Were said, you wearing Steeler stuff? Nope. Okay. None of that. I, I thought of it all. I actually had my T-shirt from The Sopranos. It said Satriel's Pork Shop on it. <laughs> he, he's not that upset about that. No. So, uh, But I, I, I asked him. I said, if I go next door and get cash. Oh, we don't take cash, man. I understand that. But if I gave you cash. No, I can't do that. I can't. He was on the up and up. And I'm like, all right, fine. Fine and fine. Dude at CVS didn't know how Apple Pay works, and it beeped and said approved, and I just stared at him. He goes, well, now I don't know what to do. How? Like, who, they didn't train you at all for approved beeps? Thanks, what? McGill. <laughs> and he's hitting some sale button on the thing, and nothing's happening. I don't know what to do. Like, so I can't, you can have the M&Ms, because I think that worked with a gift card. I don't know what to do with that. <laughs> kicked out of the fries, kicked out of the CVS, walked all the way to the other one. Safeway. Thank you, Safeway. That was easy. Gift card was cake. The little Apple thing blipped and beeped, and I walked right out. There was nothing worse than having him look at me going, you've been through a lot today. Yeah, you did that. I'll tell you what. But I'll tell you what. I'm going to do, do you a solid. And, but Boop. keep in mind now, brother, I'm here every day. So you pay me back some other way. No. Goodbye. Shane said you should have given him a gift card for Porkopolis. <laughs> That would have been a great idea. You know what you're going to let? Oh, hey, barbecue. I Where is this I place? I get some for you. Yeah. <laughs> I have some expired sauce in the back of my car right now, it's, if you're interested. Yeah, probably pretty good. Very nice man who eventually hit the button. So are you going to actually get your parking spot now? Or are you yeah, still gonna, okay. I filled up the papers <laughs> okay. yesterday. and uh, I'm He gonna, had all the time uh, in the world. Might I, as well. I'm going to turn them in today. It was brutal. Brutal. Just nonstop. And just walk. And by the way, bus, it's great to have a nice dog that everybody is friendly. Uh, I, I, it took me an extra probably 25 minutes because everybody that sees him, especially girls, go get yourself a bulldog. Because if you're a single guy, every girl down there at that had to pet him. Had to. It was just in their DNA to stop and touch the dog. And then some guy looks at me and he goes, my bulldog just died. Oh, may I pet your dog? Sure. Unless you killed him. <laughs> and he, he started getting all emotional. Not that bad, but you got you to gotta be careful with these guys, man. Like, how, how do you mean? <laughs> they got a thing with their eyes. That, they get ulcers in their eyes. My little guy had to have a surgery. He is in love with Bob. Their hips. Then they got <laughs> dysplasia. <laughs> he started like, all right, I'm going to get this away from me. You're not ready for this yet. Just make sure his eyes are all right. Do the right thing. Right there is where you could have. Oh yeah, doesn't do any good. That's right. Right. No oh, there's plenty of people. Like I almost started begging, but cash does me nothing. And you know what's and worse then, about did it? Did you say like one of the other places? I just thought of one. Could could we do the Apple Pay? You go in to a, like a restaurant. Yep. Buy one item. Yep. And then sure, it still doesn't. It's do cash. Anything. There's nothing I can do with cash. We're in a world where people say I don't want your cash. You can't pay like at sporting events. Yeah, no cash. Concerts, Concerts. went to the yeah. marquee that day. No cash. Like I can't pay. I can't give you money and you figure it out later. 
Like, what's the deal? Why don't I just give you 20 bucks and then you charge something? Nope, can't take cash. Not allowed to have cash. You're allowed to have cash. Everyone's allowed to have cash. This this cash-free society is crazy. It was a nutty day. But I still wanted to perform an 1870s abortion on that lady who told me she'd give me $5 off of money I don't have in the first place. It was the worst. The worst. But I probably will go back and say, hey. And again, I could have been mean to the dude. and Just let me out. But he was just doing his job. His job is to make sure that nobody leaves the parking garage without paying. If you hit the button, and he just, and I didn't even know that. He sits kind of in the darkness in a folding chair and watches the gates. I've been in this very same parking garage and left, and the gate's been run over. And now I know why. I wonder if he could have manually put a card number in there. He like hits it's a, not reading it. And like, you know how sometimes you have to get, no, you have to do it manual? There's none of that. Because I know the numbers. I'm like, oh. Yeah, it wouldn't matter. There's no, there's no keypad. It's just a slider. Yeah. And, but there is a button he can push that makes that arm go right up. And I want access to that thing. But he has a little key, turns, and then a button on the side. And I'm like, ah! And I thank you. You've been through a lot today. You know what's going to happen to your dog? No. He's going to get fat as <laughs> No, it's nice. So not if I have anything to say about it. And all that energy is going to turn into sleepy time. <laughs> stop talking to me about that. Immediately stop it. I'm 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 on I'm on a razor's edge here being a dick. He was just glad to see you work your way out of there. Yeah. I didn't. All he wanted was an effort, evidently. That's right. Just show me you're willing to walk the city streets for a day. Okay. Then I'll let you out. But he's leaning in my car window. It was like bad movie. You've been through a lot today. We're like a foot away and I'm just staring at him like I wanna bite you in the face so bad. <sighs> Thanks, Sheriff Bramford. <laughs> <laughs> but it was brutal. This guy says, why didn't you get cash back and give some cha-ching Chavez in cash and use their card? Whose card? The, the, the lady, you know, or like someone to borrow there to... Borrow somebody's credit card? Yeah. People love that. Yeah. Can I borrow your credit card? Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, why yeah, not? Yeah, yeah, I'll give you cash. Make sure yeah. you bring me out of the garage. garage. I love that. I've actually had a That's girl... That's what I'm saying. He, he, all I need to do is get out of the garage. Right. I can give you cash. I don't have a card. But then I would have had to go over, get the cash... Come back and wait for someone and then start panhandling at the thing to go, let me go get my car real quick because I can't block the thing. I was you just give me your credit card and wait here. The lady up front that you're talking to. Oh, first. no. She was on the 15th floor. She ain't coming down with me. She's got a job to do at the desk, which was printing things, evidently, and giving people $5 off of things that they said they couldn't afford anyway. It was bananas. Oh, no, all the scenarios ran through my head. There's been times when I've been behind someone in that same parking garage, and their card wasn't working. One girl was crying, and she leans out the window. It's not working. And I got out, and I'm like, let me see if mine works. And I paid her way out of the garage. I owe you so much. Don't worry about it. Get Sometimes it's here. worth it. Just Completely. get out of my way. I got to go. Chill yeah. my time. Yeah. Now, where was the pay it forward, Jesus? Mother liar, you f- Jerk. If you're in line of Starbucks, it would have worked. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Nobody offered. I was walking my dog all over the city. Bulldogs don't like walking that much, by the way. I've discovered that after about three miles, a bulldog's like, we're done here. And he just hits, he just starfished on the, on the street. Then I realized that I was homeless for an hour and a half, and I didn't like it. I had no money. I had uh, a dog. Uh, it was miserable out there. So, but now I'm okay again. Will I go back and help him out? Maybe. I'll go back and tell that guy, hey, I want to thank you for letting me out. 
Yeah, I wield the power now, don't I, Whitey? <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> it felt good, didn't it? Yeah, it did. I, I caged you up, made you work. He was very nice. But if you are a parking lot gate attendant, it reminded me, remember in uh, Fargo when Steve Buscemi shoots the guy? I changed my mind. I don't want to park here anymore. Still going to have to charge you four bucks. I was here for two minutes. He shot him. I I, I understand that now. That makes sense to me. That makes uh, loads of sense to go, well, we'll just shoot him and then I'll leave and this will be over. Didn't have a weapon either. That would have, now I know what it, and it actually does make you feel like when she said there's a 24 hour hold on that. That makes me realize that that, uh, that delay they used to have for purchasing a weapon was effective because the 24 hour hold made me boil and realize there's nothing I can do about it. If I wanted to buy a gun to kill this guy and had to wait seven days, that would have been tough. That would have been I would have probably not been that mad later. So to parking lot attendants all over the place, I understand you're feeling a little less than. But when somebody's not yelling at you to just let them out, just let them out. You were going to do it anyway. If you have that power, just hit the button, for Christ's sake. And to the girl at the apartment complex office, when someone says they don't have their credit cards, don't suggest they use a card. Was she hot enough, though? No. Oh, okay. Immediately, no. Okay. <laughs> hard. 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 No. Hard. No. Hard no. <laughs> I don't often suggest face tattoos, but in this case, oh. cover that thing. The dumb was worse than the, uh, it, it was a rough moment. You can just use your card. I'm going to punch you in the face. You know that, right? You're doing this on purpose. I have to print something. I just told you I don't have my wallet. Now, this is my problem I'm bringing to you. Don't add to it. Well, you could go get a card. You'd think, wouldn't you? But those don't work in boxes. <laughs> and that was the worst. When I saw the word decline go across that screen, and I looked at him, and he goes, yeah. Like, he's been there. He knows what that feels like. <laughs> that, dude, <laughs> that, that parking lot dude knows exactly what declined on a credit card reader feels like. And he looked at me, and he goes, man, come on. And I'm like, run it again. I know that's act. I know that card is... It's got 50 bucks on it. Oh, man. And then I looked at the thing for retail purposes only. Can't pay bills. Can't do any of that. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to burn the whole building down. So thanks for nothing. Where's the holiday spirit now? I thought you all were listening to Beth. Pricks. Didn't even get a happy holidays. He asked me for a present at the end. And we're eliminating cash, but we're doing it too fast. This guy says, instead of flying cars, we've built businesses that don't take your money. I'm like, I know. It doesn't make any sense. What what self-respecting dude sits there and has a guy, if I go get like $40 and just give it to you, you hit the button. I can't do that. What? Of course you can. You know, the good thing is he missed out on $40 because I was just going to run over to like Chico Malo yeah. and buy a drink and then give the waiter like a $100 tip and say, give me the cash back up to, I'll give you 20 you give me cash back on it. And run back and just give this guy 40 bucks to hit the button. Boop. I can't do that. And if he was that honest, he could have put it on his card. Hey, he got the cash. Exactly. Difference doesn't make. Instead, just later, the button. If you would have uh, addressed him like the voice of the rhythm of the city, 1230, <laughs> oh, you might man. have had a shot. He's like, <laughs> yeah, I know no that voice. In hindsight, probably a good idea. But if you open with that and you're wrong, now you're, now you're in big... Hey, brother, how you doing? I'm the rhythm of the city. 
Because he might have went to one of the you job fairs, and that's that. how he got yeah. that gig. You're just, you're just leaving a job fair. <laughs> I believe I saw you last week at the job fair. Kiss 1230, <laughs> Rhythm of the City, brought to you by Jed's Cut Huts. <laughs> I need my ass out this parking garage, player. <laughs> Why are you talking like that? Because I'm the rhythm of the I'm the voice of the rhythm of the city. I'm taking a chance here. I'm taking a chance that we can relate. <laughs> I'm going to punch your white face out. Can I get a picture? Here's what we're going to do next now, player. You know how it works around these parts. I'm going to knock your ass out, Whitey. Stop it. Now, now, now. Simmer down. Simmer down now. It's Lou Rawls' birthday. Let's celebrate together. You'll never find. Well, that's a catchy tune, but I don't need to hear from you, Whitey. Boop. Kiss 1230, rhythm of the city, trying to get up the parking garage. You know, get a what, what? Can I get some help around here? Dude, what? That, that's oh, a, you should have did that. Oh, yeah, oh, of course man. I should have. That's never a bad idea. <laughs> yeah, works every Immediately, time. Immediately when you see a black person, you start going, hey, now, Kiss 1230, Rhythm of the City, how y'all do it? <laughs> I'm stuck in this parking garage down here, you see? <laughs> it happens to the best of us. It's a very relatable problem in the African-American community. I understand that. Lou Rawls, happy birthday to you, by the way. 68 years old or something like that. He's dead. What's your name? Anyway, I'd just like to talk to you, parking uh, attendant. Why do I know your voice, Whitey? <laughs> you, and you give him a shout-out yeah. while you're in the car. I want to give you a shout-out right now. I'm just talking to, uh, surprisingly, Leroy, the parking attendant. <laughs> How you know my name? It's written on your shirt, player. It's written on your shirt. You never buy a little Lou Ross for you, Leroy. Now hit that button, player. Hit that button. As long as you live. the city. a nice day. Rhythm of the city. Still trapped underground with Leroy. <laughs> What I wouldn't do to get out of this situation, Leroy, and you hold all the keys, player. All of them. You're not going to believe this. I met the voice of the rhythm of the city. <laughs> Being a white man, ain't got a dollar to his name. Ain't that a Ain't that a bitch. He just like us. Here I am down here in the bottom of this parking garage living the experience. <laughs> I'm just fighting the struggle with you, Leroy. Fighting the struggle with you. I may not get there with you, but someday we're going to make it to the promised land, you and me. I have a dream, Leroy, that you're going to hit that button. You're going to let a white man free. I got prior commitments, Leroy. You're pulling away. See you at the job fair. I have a dream that one day a black parking guy will lift the gate for a white man in distress. I have a dream today. You better knock it off, Whitey. John Holmberg found dead in the parking garage. Bad idea, Brady. He didn't relate to the rhythm of the city voice I once was. He started lying and by being the voice of the rhythm of the city, playing Lou Rawls for me, trying to lure me in with his siren song. Yeah, it was, uh, next time I see Leroy, I'm turning this up loud. Oh, yeah. There you go. There you go. Player! Kids 30 player. You know it, Leroy, you know it. See what that job fairly <laughs> Ace Parking Garage is hiring now because Leroy did. Ran him over with a white jeep. <laughs> anyway, he was very nice. It's not Leroy's. It was a great song. I think it is Lou Roll's birthday yesterday, too. But I think I saw that somewhere. <laughs> what a song. Yeah, bad idea, Brady. Should have just started talking to him, Black. <laughs> <laughs> Initially, when I hit the button, I'm like, yeah, I need some help. I can't get my cards out. And then if he shows up, I'm like, hey, man, what's going on? What you change your voice for? Kiss 1230, Rhythm of the City. You don't know Black Lady Brady, do you? <laughs> 
She's a good friend, my friend Leroy, and I can introduce her to her if you're interested. Damn, you actually called it. Today is his birthday. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> I knew I saw that somewhere. How old was Lou? Uh, he been 100. He died in 2006. Yeah. yeah. He'd been almost 90. He died that long ago. I thought he was older than he 33, died. same oh, years. Oh. Four. Been 90. Anyway, that was my day yesterday. Very difficult. And it is weird when you've got solutions to, you know, and I actually thought to myself, you know, you know, you put yourself in this situation, John, solve your problem. This isn't Leroy's issue. You forgot your wallet, dummy. Pay the price. You worked at it. And I did. Man, oh man, it was harder than I thought. Because I had all sorts of scenarios going. <laughs> Nothing. No help. I was going to knock on an apartment doors. Can I have some money? <laughs> you need to come down with me. I'll take you. I'll tell you what. Come down to my car. Get in. Pay for me to leave the garage, and then I'll drop you off at the first floor, and you can come back upstairs. Brutal. But what are you going to do? It's the way the world works. Rhythm of the city. You yeah. should have <laughs> No, I shouldn't have. <laughs> Terrible advice. If you happen to do a good urban You would have gotten out there so much quicker. If you were the replacement for me at the Rhythm of the City. Anyway. So, uh, <laughs> Leroy, what we got to do to make this right? <laughs> Say what? Something right here. Couple brothers in the middle of the struggle. Don't you want to help me? <laughs> what? You like Rachel Dolezal or something? <laughs> I had you pegged as one of them white power mother. No, no, I just lost my hair at an early age. And I'm bald, but it doesn't it doesn't have any political ramifications. You don't understand. go to Uncle Judd's. <laughs> you ain't never going to a cut hut. What for? You want them Crenshaw mops? Yeah. <laughs> you never Come on, Leroy Lou, singing to both of us. You never find another love as like mine. Make the gate go up, Leroy. Do what's right. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the mother <laughs> keys, Leroy. <laughs> <laughs> that was brutal. Yeah, don't do that. If you do a good urban voice, uh, probably not the best idea to attack Leroy with it when all he's doing is trying to man the gate. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other thing that was going on, Yvonne Miller. Uh, oh, boy. Buffalo Bills, dude, turned himself in for, what, you knock a woman around, right? He got well, accused of sexually abusing and physically abusing some lady. And we'll see what happens. Well, he turned himself in, which means he's got a story. Like, yeah. most dudes would run, like yeah. O.J., but Von Miller basically said, oh, really? All right. Put an arrest warrant out for me. I'll turn myself in and tell my story. So he's not afraid of it. He he approached this thing head on. But that's what if. Like, OJ went did the same thing on June 14th. He went down there and said, all right, I'll, I'll listen to you. But then they didn't arrest him for a couple of days. And once they announced they were going to, he took off. And that is not the act of an innocent man. Von Miller flew right over to the police and said, what you got? That means to me, that's immediately if I'm a juror, I'm like, that's he, the day they issued an arrest warrant, he flew to the police station. Uh, yeah, that guy's innocent. You accuse me of uh, knocking someone around in, I don't know where it was, New Orleans or something. I'm not getting on a plane to go talk to the cops if I did it. I'm getting lawyers to do all the work for me and kind of come up with a story. This dude's feeling pretty good. Yeah, the, the, yeah, he'll have to explain some stuff. But you know, the lady, you know, went to the hospital, was treated for minor injuries. Yeah, that doesn't mean you know. Yeah, looks it doesn't look good because he left. Did, was Who it knows? sex? I didn't see if there was sex involved, and the minor injuries were kind of like maybe Von Miller accidentally injures people, and then he didn't call her back. That's 
truly the case uh, that happened with a few of those, you know, like Kobe Bryant situation and Ben Roethlisberger and all that stuff was they were dicks. Afterwards, when they had sex with these girls, they thought that they had something started and then they just ghosted them. And these ladies are like, oh, I've got some proof that he was in there. And I feel like a whore now. He made me feel terrible. So then, you know, if you're Von Miller and you're packing some heat, you might have done some damage along the way and squeezed an arm too hard, made some bruises, and then done some serious work down in the old boner garage. She goes to the cops and shows that stuff off. Von Miller's in trouble. Because if you look at, you know, texts and emails and things like that and all these other cases where a guy just goes right to the cops and says, all right, what do you got for me? Usually... They've got some receipts there that basically say, no, she was begging me to come over afterwards. So, man, we'll see about that. That's a weird one, though. But any any dude that gets accused of something and then runs to the police. Now you put a, you issue a warrant for my arrest right now. I'm going to take a few beats to go, all right, what are, what are they asking? If I'm running right to the cops to go, let's straighten this out, I'm innocent. There's no question. Yeah, and at the time, I don't know if, you know, saying if I would have stayed there, um, I could have been spending a night, you know, in jail. Yeah. Why don't I go back with an attorney because they paid the $5,000 bond and to get an immediate release in order to, I mean, this is what they you'd did. Have, you'd have lawyers in. do that. He showed up. Like, yeah. an issue, arrest me. It was great. That's innocence right there. That screams innocence. You're going to, I remember the time I got cuffed. When I had a paperwork dispute in Guadalupe, I understood exactly why the police were willing to cuff me. Paperwork in Guadalupe? Well, there was, what? Well, it wasn't my I, I got pulled over in Guadalupe, and they had paperwork that said I didn't. I had an unpaid ticket. But I had paid it, but it didn't register. It was a clerical error. And he's like, we got a warrant for you. And I'm like, no kidding. All right. And I knew I'd, I was on the up and up with everything, and I, had, I was driving my brother-in-law's car. It didn't have any papers in it. And he goes, and this car's not reported stolen, but you don't have any proof that it's not. I'm like, oh, great. So I, he cuffed me and made me stand in Guadalupe. Again, Whitey standing in Guadalupe. And the suggestion you guys had wouldn't have been like, hey, start talking like a Guadalupian. Hey, help me out, birds. It's PJ John. He needs <laughs> help. PJ John, everyone, help. It's not a good idea. Don't appropriate when you're in trouble. Yeah, I just had the uh, cop put the cuffs on me. I'm like, I didn't do anything, so do whatever you need to do. That's where you go into your Irish accent yeah. for the police. Uh, oh, you guys just doing your jobs, totally understand. What happened to your voice? Nothing. I'm just one of yours. Walking the beat like you guys. Just cough me up. I understand what you're doing here. They He's one like a pint. Let him go. Yeah, I don't take you guys out for a Guinness after this. You're just doing your jobs. Nothing you can do about that. Seems Aye. like a good guy. He's a good one, Patty. Let him go. <laughs> He's done nothing wrong here. I'm one of the guys from the Five Points. I'm a dead rabbit. You know me. Anyway. So, yeah, anytime you're, uh, you have a warrant for your arrest, and you, I watch OP Live all the time. None of those guys, they all act surprised. There's a warrant for your arrest. Yeah, but not in this county. Like, okay, idiot, there's a warrant for your arrest. <laughs> you knew, just if you're innocent, you go take care of it. Man, if, I paid that. Yeah, I paid for that. No, 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 no. That that's a different thing. What you're doing, like you've got multiple warrants you're talking about right now. Just go straighten them out. Oh yeah, that one. You take your chances. You know you're guilty. So Von Miller's innocent in my mind, right off the bat. That's the act of an innocent man. I'm a big believer on initial reactions to things. The old Patrice O'Neill thing is when a wife goes missing and a dude hits the TV too soon, crying about how he misses his wife. He killed her. 
Because no man's that upset that fast that their wife isn't home for Please. a day. <laughs> if she's not home, she's been home for two days. He'd be like, they're going to think I did this. When you run to the news, she's been missing and I just can't live without her. <laughs> he killed Guilty. her. He, he killed her. No doubt. No man. I mean, think about it. As much, even if you love your wife beyond belief, if she's gone for two days without a word, you're taking 24 hours to just go, well, I'm sure she's got a reason. Usually you're not calls. calls. So you're, yeah, and if she doesn't, like you're, you're making a few phone calls. But even, you know, I watch enough TV to know that the police shouldn't get involved for 24 hours. So I'm going to take advantage of that free time. I just assumed you had stuff on your mind driving around. That's two days, nice tug time. Two you know, days you call the police. Five days you go to the news. If you're going to the news within 48 hours, your wife being missing, you killed her. There's no okay, question. brother B. Yeah. The second you run to Channel Three and start talking to, you know, Yetta Gibson about it, you killed her. <laughs> you act like everything's fine. To the, according to the news. You don't answer the door. Three, three, four days, you can maybe start peeping out and going, I don't know where she is. I'm going nuts. That's an innocent man. First two days, start talking about how you can't live without her. That You basically just said she's dead. I'm going to have to live the rest of my life without her. You, you announced you killed her. A lot of those guys make the mistakes, too, of going to the news. And in their little pressers, they say, she was a good mother. She's only been gone for three days. What's with the past tense? She was a good mother. She was a good what You're putting her in past tense because you know she's dead. You did it. Every time. They screw that up. And then they're usually in a hot tub with some girl, and there's some surveillance footage of them like the night before she went missing of <laughs> this guy dry-humping some girl in a hot tub. I watch a lot of Dateline. Uh, it's 719. What do you got on the big board of musical treats there, Bert? All right, Wake Up Song Time, of course, brought to you by Action Ride Shop. And now's the time to hit up Action Ride Shop. It is snowing up there. And I think today's the first uh, day of Snow Bowl being open. Or is it sunrise? One or the other. But uh, now's the time to get up on those uh, the skis and those snowboards. They got packages going up there. If you already got all your gear and you just need a tune-up, $10 off, once you mention KUPD, gives you a base grind, edges sharpened, and hot wax. And if you want to hit the uh, trails, they got everything for your mountain bike action. It is going on at Action Ride Shop. ActionRideShop.com or go visit them over there on Gilbert Road and Southern. They'll take care of you. Uh, on the list, uh, Slipknot, new abortion for our uh, conversation earlier. <laughs> 1870s <Yep>. abortion. <laughs> uh, Slayer, Rain and Blood, Corns, Blind for last night's refs, uh, Venge Sevenfold, Iron Maiden, Limp Biscuit, Austrian Death Machine. And then, of course, after your last conversation, uh, Public, Enemy, bro- uh, Public <laughs> Enemy Brother's going to work it out for your parking attendant. <laughs> I and was course- close to giving hand jobs for a credit card yesterday. It was a moment where I'm like, if I just jerk you off, will you come pay for my parking? And keeping it a black thing for your buddy down there, a body count, there goes the neighborhood. <laughs> Brad says, here's four solutions for if this happens again. Sell your middle-aged ass on Van Buren. It'll go. Uh, send an email over to in Coronado. My house is three blocks. I walk to that Safeway all the time. I'd have swooped you up. Oh, sure. Now, Brad, the listener, I know where you live, and I could have hit you up for that. Drink yourself stupid at the Roses uh, under the Stairs Brewery on 5th and McDowell. Good stuff there. Or just Uber home. That was my next move. I was just going to Uber back. I was just going to... According to what I see, Uber. both are open. Snowball and Sunrise. Yeah. 9 a.m. Snow. Well, they were open last week. because One were, of them just okay. opened they today officially. Pumping okay. fake snow. Yeah, so now they got actual real snow. It's going to be a nice weekend to go up there. Perfect. Friday snow. Yeah. Perfect. Friday morning, it's going to clear up a little bit. You got a Saturday and Sunday to ski. That's outstanding. So head on over there. Uh, brother's Got to Work It Out is a great one. <laughs> and, of course, there goes the neighborhood. But I was the neighborhood. 
Uh, man, I want to hear Brothers Gonna Work It Out. Let me give you a little sample? Yeah, I like Brothers Gonna Work It Out. Chuck D and Flava Flav yelling at me about this one, which was basically what was going on uh, in the garage. The Lou Rawls is also another very solid option, but Brothers Gonna Work It Out. It's gonna have cussing in it, though, right? I don't remember. I haven't heard this in a while. Hey, Leroy. <laughs> Brother's gonna work it out together. Is that right? Give <laughs> me down. Steps in the old five right now. Come on. From the album Fear of a Black Planet. <laughs> yeah. I feared it yesterday when one black man was in charge of the gate. <laughs> You're on my planet now. Yeah, we can't let these people have control. They'll never let us out of the garage. I almost told him, I voted for Obama. Come on. Help me out. What What do I have to say to make you like me? Anyway, uh, let's go with a different one. I don't want to do that all over. You pick one other than that, Brett. Uh, you want to do that goes the neighborhood? Yeah, we might as well uh, do that. A little ice, iced tea. I like that. There goes the neighborhood is solid. Uh, body count. That'll get us there. Uh, man, oh, man. This song's 34 years old. Here goes John's math. 34 years prior to this song being released was 1958. So the same amount of time from 1958 to this song has gone by again. Damn. Yeah. That's a that's a that's a blip in time right there. It's out of control now. Before we move on to the Brady Report, I want to read this. Because I am in a uh, I'm in a bonding state right now. I am currently in the uh, throes of a passionate new affair of love with my little pup, Bus. And he's making me appreciate my other dogs even more. Sometimes you have to do that. And I'm just having... Uh, dog like uh, salad days right now not toss salad days get your mind out of the gutter dog uh, halcyon days we'll say so you have to look it up it's just wonderful and so I get an email from a guy who says we had to say goodbye to our great Dane Ryder Jones last night Uh, he was diagnosed with kidney disease about a year ago made it a lot longer than the vet thought Uh, so my wife Jennifer has a huge heart loves animals so much she actually goes out sometimes to catch loose dogs in the community and help reunite them with their owners. She's just a dog person. Ryder Jones and her were a bonded pair, and we knew uh, the days were numbered. It's not easy to say goodbye, but Ryder Jones would have been 10 in December. If there's any way you could tell her everything's going to be okay, say Ryder's name on the radio. I know it would make her happy. Uh, It's a lot to ask, but I thought I'd try. Signed, William and Ryder Jones. Uh, Absolutely, I'll talk about it. Sent me a picture of this beautiful Great Dane. Great Danes are awesome, too. And because... It is the holiday season, and I spend a lot of time down at the Loster Home Pet Rescue and the shelters and things like that. Uh, dog people uh, all have a special place with me because, uh, you know, we all kind of have that weirdness together. So uh, to the Joneses, is, is, it's going to be okay. You did a good job. You got a great day to go 10-plus years. Yeah. He, he ran the whole race. So you got to look at it like that. Like, Ryder made it all the way to the end, and that's a good thing. They don't last long. So you got to appreciate it. And the one thing I can tell you is... Lost Our Home Pet Rescue has a lot of those dogs that can make your world better. Trust me. Uh, just, they just add to the house. I've had uh, up to seven dogs in my house at one point. I was at four. Bus came around. He chose me. 
and now he's added to my house. Like, it's a brand new existence. It's just such a beautiful thing. And if you don't have pets in your life, they truly do enrich everything. So now hop on board and help out one of those animals that's down there at Lost or Home Pet Rescue or any shelter you're close with. And give them a chance and uh, watch how they make your life better. That is a fact. A fact. And the pick of the litter will be out later today. We're going to do a video later today with the gang down there. And you can always help out. I fostered bus first. I am not for fostering for myself because I will have all of them. I don't, I'm incapable of having a dog in my house and not just falling in love immediately. There's so many of them. That's how some of those, you know, um, breed rescues happen. Oh, they come in. You like you fall in love with everything. Like wow, there's a lot of them that need place. I I was just thinking, not too long ago. I'm sure it's out there if you look. But there, someone had a Great Dane rescue. Oh yeah, like four or five of them at the time. You know, but there's breed rescues for everything. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. but I mean, you just go to Lost Our Home Pet Rescue and take a look. I did Buggy the last couple weeks. Buggy stories amazing. Left behind when his family was evicted from an apartment and just left him in the apartment until he. Had to bark his way out, and somebody Assholes. finally said, "Shut that dog up!" And they went in there, like those people got evicted five or six days. He's been in there the whole time. Balto's awesome. There's so many good dogs in there. So again, you know, I know it's my thing, and you don't have to like dogs or cats. That's fine too. But if you do, and you're thinking, you know, for the holidays, I want to make my my house a better place, go for it because it, it will, it will, <laughs> no question. Oh, Tulip is an amazing one. Tulip got returned. Because the owner ended up having a problem, not with Tulip, like personally, like got Tulip, everything was good, and then they ended up with some sort of issue. Uh, Tulip is an unbelievable dog. She's a little bit skittish and afraid, but when she warms up to you, it is like, it just, it melts you. Winning her over is amazing. Yeah, Tulip's a great one over there at Lost Her Home. Make, make somebody in your house smile and bring home one of these beautiful animals. And trust me, if you're a single guy and you want to get laid... Wander around the streets of Phoenix with a dog. Good Lord, every woman will talk to you. You don't have to do any work at all. Good icebreakers. Bus is the, uh, a wingman. All I wanted was a $50 gift card and out of a parking garage. But and this he's dude so is making me ferocious. Con- <laughs> well, just to Larry. Larry sees him as ferocious. But actually, Larry's come around on it. He was asking me for pictures yesterday. He can't help it. Anyway, my little aside there for the animals. John Gordon would disagree with you. He tries to kill John Gordon. <laughs> he is ferocious. Daily. John. For some reason, he tries to eat John Gordon. Not in a mean way. I just think he can... He's like one of the nicest guys around, too. And <laughs> he just... wants to slowly munch and snack on John Gordon. Anyway, that was my little moment. And sorry you lost your dog, but you did a good job. Ten years with a Great Dane, that's thumbs up all the way. I'll tip a couple back for mine tonight. Everybody gets extra cookies for our, our boy, Ryder Jones. Uh, it is time now for the Brady Report. It's brought to you by our friends at Hooters, and Hooters is the place to go this weekend. Uh, Garcia and Duarte are fighting. That's uh, Garcia's... Yeah, this is a good fighter. This is a good fight. And it's a live fight. No cover charge out there uh, at any of the Hooters. They never charge a cover charge. You get in there and you watch the fight full free. All you got to do is show up and grab some wings and a beer and watch a great fight right there on their TVs to go along with all the other stuff that's going on at Hooters. Uh, they're great. Tomorrow night, a knockout at Hooters. I think you're going to see one, too. Uh, thank you, Hooters. Brady reported. Good Friday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. We've made it. Hi. Happy National Christmas Lights Day. This is the day. This is the day. You start December, you put your lights up, get them going. I agree. It's a perfect time. A couple of baseless fun facts. The last verified person to have been born in the 1800s died in 2017. 117 Jesus years old. Right. Italian lady named Emma Moreno. Did you know her, Brett? 
Well, we all know each other. Somebody, 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 you know, she was a friend of a friend. I'm yeah. not going out of the way to tell you. I knew who you she was. You book now or what something? What are you doing? doing? I don't remember hiring you as my biographer. Grandmama's gravy. It's the olive oil. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe she's the tar balls that have been washing uh, up on the shore. Emma's the, advice uh, for her longevity or, you know, what made her live so I'll long. I'll tell you what it was. Keep your f- mouth shut. Yep. <laughs> That's how you live That was good. number one. Yeah. <laughs> the more you rattle your trap, the more odds somebody's going to take you down. She ate three eggs a day. Two raw, one oh, cooked. God. She likes pasta. Let me tell you this. Didn't there, need to add that one in prayer, there. Yeah. Please, that was rude. Uh, let me tell you this. A 116-year-old woman eating three eggs a day. The house was horrible. Minced meat, chocolate. She liked cookies, the occasional homemade brandy. And above all, she said... Racism. She thought positively about the future. Yeah. Always think that someday we'll get it back. It will be ours again. The term midlife crisis was coined by a Canadian psychoanalyst in 1965, which means the term is 58 years old. It's in its midlife. Well, it's a little past a midlife. Nobody lives to be 116 except for that lady. Simon Says has different names in many other countries. Like Jacques Says in France. Sure. Teacher Says says in China. Perhaps. The King Commands. Adolf says in Germany, I'm imagining that's a pretty funny game. <laughs> the king commands in Norway. Adolf says nine. <laughs> Adolf says, raise your left hand. Raise your right hand. Ah, you're out. I did not say Adolf says. When Levi started selling jeans in the 1870s, they called them waist overalls. According to a new survey, 82% of people are open to receiving secondhand holiday gifts, which is up 11% from last year. Have you been talking to people? Yeah, yeah this there you is, go, Brady. Brady, is that written in your scrawl? Maybe. Everybody's okay with getting a re-gift. Used electronics is the most common, followed by sporting goods and home improvement items. And popcorn machines. Yeah, and expensive popcorn machines. <laughs> kettle corn machines. Let's not just call it a popcorn machine. <laughs> Brady regifted a jewelry, video games, arts and crafts. It's not a gift. It's you. It's you're just basically second handing a friend. The thought's not going into it. If I go through my stuff, I don't want and wrap it and give it to you. <laughs> That's just the ultimate. You're not celebrating Christmas. <laughs> that is the the cheapest thing you can do, Brady. Wrapping a lot of gifts this year. Don't wrap things that have been in your house. I bet you Toledo would love this. Throw some wrap on that like I thought about it. Get it out of here. Underwear again? Yeah. Gently used. (laughs) If you really like someone enough to get them a gift, go out and get them a new gift. If they see something at your house you don't want anymore and they want it, just give it to them. Don't go through the charade of wrapping it. That's just rude. The average American now thinks a good date should cost $196. Jesus. Men what. actually think a good date costs more than 200 bucks. The average guy said 220 compared to 170 for women. Well, I'll tell you why a man thinks that is because for $220, a good date ends properly. People said they'll spend just over $3,000 on dates this year. 
tack on gifts. Guys estimate they spend about 430 on presents each year. Women, 272. And that's why you make 70 cents to the dollar. You don't think of us the same way. You don't spend as much. You don't need as much money because you're not spending it on us like we do on you. Kate Crewcamp is her name. She's a professional cleaner. She's been doing it for 15 years. She said she'd prefer to clean a dirty a dirty toilet than a dishwasher any day because she made a nasty discovery a few times. Pulling out the filter of a recent client's dishwasher, she said it looked like uh, there were mushrooms growing out of it and uh, oysters. Hold on. Uh, Dishwashers have filters? Yes. Yeah, yes. Bottom. I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah, unscrew it and pull it out. How about that? I found out where it was about... Two weeks ago. I got to go look. You know what it, it's like? You, you remember the grease it, trap at, yeah. uh, at Tony Romo's? Oh, it's one of those. It's not as bad, but it does get greasy in there because everything washes off your dishes goes down. Didn't there. know that. And Probably so you get on there. hose it out every now and then with a... You just found out too? A little bit yeah, ago? Yeah. I had no idea. I thought it was just a big hole everything fell in. The other thing, um, you know, starting your dishwasher, you need to start it on hot water. Like if you have instant on hot water, a lot of times your dishes don't get clean because you start it. If if you have a house, you know, you turn on your kitchen faucet and it's cold for a while. Yeah, it takes a while to get, wait for it to get hot. So then turn start your faucet the on, make the water get yeah, hot. Unless you've got the instant hot or huh. a tankless. How about that? I think our dishwasher has a heater on it that starts. They it do automatically. Like does there's it. a little tank on it. Yeah. No kidding. All right. Brady says that's not good enough. You know what I'm going to do. Because it has to heat the, I mean, it, where it's, it's filling that water, it would have to keep that tank hot the That's whole right. time. Mm. I'm just going to let uh, the dishwasher handle it. And there's Her the name's Megan. <laughs> <laughs> I never have to worry about this. Seems to be doing good so far. Yeah, everything seems clean. This guy went on to tell uh, Reddit users his experience on a flight last week. He was watching Deadpool 2. And this lady berates him in the row behind him because her little uh, four-year-old kid could see through the seat the Deadpool 2 movie that yeah. he's watching. He's got headphones on. It's not his problem. To the Deadpool, lady it was. How Deadpool 1 is way worse than Deadpool yeah. 2. Visually? That, well, she didn't well, want her son to see any of that. That's right. I forgot. Oh, well. So he went on to write it. What do you think? Am I a bad guy no. for watching this movie? And uh, most of the people sided with him. Yeah, teach your kid but not to eavesdrop. there were some drop. people that were saying, yeah, you shouldn't watch that. But a guy brought up a point that one time I was watching a movie. Yeah, you, I'm sitting on the aisle. I'm watching Game of Thrones. Yeah. and There's dicks all over that thing. Someone said something to him. He goes, you do feel like when you're on the aisle, people are looking. But that's not their – don't look at the – Yeah. Control your eyes. Yeah, and that's what they were saying. Uh, By the way, control the, your kid. The, right. the plane shows movies with nudity too. It does. Yeah, it does. On, on the, the, you can have R-rated ones. Uh uh-uh. uh They're the not maybe not R-rated, but PG thirteen. Yeah, I they're saw. They're not um, showing boobs on an airplane. They're not yeah. worth no. Jerry Maguire was on there. There's no boobs. There's just that never stop. And the one movie. scene, she's yeah, not it's from naked. the back, isn't it? Yeah, she's like he's blocking. Mm. Trust me. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> Trust me. But even still. They probably, they didn't show Jerry Maguire unedited on a plane. Mm-hmm. No way. You were on, no, you dreamt that. Uh, Spirit. They okay. did. <laughs> Spirit doesn't have movies. 
You were hallucinating. It's Third one big like, screen. Of course, it would the, make the sense that we're going to throw. Pulls up a screen. We're going to show a movie from 1997 now. <laughs> Spirit Airlines found a new this release on Spirit in a dollar bucket at Blockbuster that just closed. <laughs> they bring out the film strip machine and yeah. a dirty cart. <laughs> We got to change the reels. Hold on. You didn't watch Jerry Maguire on any airplane. Not on a big screen. They wouldn't do that. They'd edit that out. They're not risking that. Maybe on a seat screen. That's different. But I'm talking about when they show the whole plane, a movie. Not that, no. A Paraguayan government official has been replaced after it was revealed that he signed a a memorandum of understanding with representatives of a fugitive Indian guru's fictional country. What? Also appear to have dumped several other, duped uh, other officials in the whole deal. So wait, he started a fake country and then started to get treaties made? This guy, it's called the United States of Kalasa. And uh, it was founded by this, uh, it's an enlightened Hindu civilization nation, which is being revived. By displaced Hindus from around the world. Oh. It's led by self-styled guru Nithyananda. And he's wanted in India plus. on several charges, including sexual assault. His whereabouts right now, unknown. But on October 16th... Kevin Buck Mountain, right where you are, my friend. His name is Kevin, and he is right here in Phoenix with you, of course. We are practically best friends. Didn't you call me about my car last week? I have called you many times, my friend. Your warranty is about up, and you should probably consider. Have you changed the goo trap on your dishwasher, by the way? That is uh, no longer under warranty. The United States of Colossa is recognized as a sovereign nation. This was the deal that the... Hmm. <laughs> the uh, government officials signed so they're just in an alignment with them that they would help uh, not only Paraguay but some other South American countries. How about that? So Hindus of money. Paraguay are trying to bring an old Indian state back. Yes. And, and uh, they, they managed to participate at a UN committee meeting in Geneva. How about that? Also sign agreements with local leaders in the United States and Canada. They're getting things wow. done. This is a nation I want to be part of. They actually, that's progress for a place that doesn't exist. In March, New York City Hall in New Jersey acknowledged that it had been scammed by the United States of Colossa by signing with a sister's city program. <laughs> John, can I say something? Sure. Please revoke Brady's dumbass plumber's license. <laughs> Dishwashers connect only to the cold line, dumbass. Uh, Running your hot water all day long does nothing. I didn't know that. That makes sense. you got to run the hot water. That's what cleans the dish. Who told you that? Uh, I was over at an appliance store, when a Mesa Appliance, and I went to an, I've been to three appliance stores, and they all are talking about that. About, But you understand what he's saying. It's only it's connected only to connected the cold to line. Cold water, then the dishwasher heats it itself is what he's saying. No, you. Uh, well, then uh, I think it's uh, connected to the hot. No, Why it's connected it? to the cold water. I don't water. know how they work. I'm going to take a plumber's word for it over Brady, though. You make a lot of things wrong, <laughs> <laughs> and you've been wasting a lot of hot water. Knock it off. Greta Thunberg's coming to your house. Put your later. head under the sink and look. <laughs> there's one line. <laughs> All right. Well, Brady's advice is uh, bunko, evidently, and it's time to tell Brady to f- off as a city. Don't run your hot water for no reason at all. Evidently, I always thought dishwashers made their own hot. 
They do, but it takes a while for them. You know, like if you're know. not putting hot in the tank, it, it's a lot easier for heat up. It needs to be. They said like it was 130 oh, degrees. Now we're getting varying reports. Should you run hot water before starting your? Uh, you can run hot water and the faucet in the sink close uh, closest to your dishwasher until the water's hot. Having hot water enter the dishwasher right when the cycle begins can eliminate the need for long heating pauses. Yeah. Okay. It takes a longer process. Do, and then this one said, do dishwasher washers use hot water or heat their own? And that's also from Maytag. So, if you've got one of them old-fashioned dishwashers, probably the newfangled ones. I think that stuff comes out hot. By that's the way, people, you know, it all depends on your water heater. Where your, you know, our sink in the kitchen takes the longest uh-huh. because it's the furthest away. I have no idea. Okay, this Here's, is women's talk. I don't know who the if the first guy was a plumber, but now this guy says that dude's a dumbass. Yep. Hi, Andy here. <laughs> 10-year licensed plumber. Dishwashers only hook up to the hot, ah. not the cold. Oh, that's the other way. I, Beth, I, would, I would find it odd that they would hook up just to cold. Yeah. yeah. The whole point is to be hot. I thought Beth was on vacation. Why are we yeah. talking this yeah. broad talk? Yeah. Yeah. Why in the world here? aren't we just letting the women decide how to wash dishes? <laughs> I know that. I know where they go. From there, it's pointless. Another one, factory. Yeah, in the sink. sink. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. In her hands, right. usually. I don't even make it there. I'm like, here, I'm done. Here. <laughs> Factory check here. Now. Brady's correct. Yeah, okay. So run your hot water. <laughs> First guy. So you, know, you get like your card and, back. You get your card back. And think about in restaurants, you know, you got to turn over the dishes so quick. That's why it's like instantly mm. high heat. I don't know. I, again, why isn't Ronnie doing the dishes? What's wrong with you? <clears throat> she is. I just wanted to make sure she was You're complaining just that there's a... You know, the she don't feel that glasses are getting clean. There's like a little fall. That's or her fault. What's she telling you about water. So try harder. That guy was telling her at some jet dry in there. I listened in. You know what you should be doing? Hit her in the back of the head. See, <laughs> I told you. Well, when the glasses aren't that clean, then you hand wash them straight out of the dishwasher. That's what a good woman does. <laughs> Please give me the number of that first plumber so I don't call him. Yeah. Last thing I need to do is uh, have my wife complaining to me at the Maytag store about why our dishes aren't clean enough. Exactly. That's your fault. And now it's time for some science news. That's like me complaining that the lawnmower isn't getting the job done. And then dragging her around to listen to me and lawn people talk. (laughs) Barbecue's not getting hot enough. Come with me, lady. (laughs) Watch this. It's my job. What is it? Science news? Science news. Hello, my friends. Professor Brady Bogan here with your science news. A study found migraines are a pain in the neck. Uh-huh. A lot of them are associated with overworked or inflamed neck muscles, uh-huh. which doctors kind of knew already, but it's the first time they've proved proved it with MRIs. And I'll tell you this, stress begins in your shoulders and your neck, so it's probably another uh, related thing. Medical marijuana, that's the key to the migraine. There's a new world record for the world's tiniest mustache. Scientists in Australia made a fake one for November that was uh, just five microns wide. To put it in perspective, it's about a thousand microns. You know, you understand that. Right, sure. They partnered up with the Red Cross, and they basically put a mustache on a red blood cell. Oh, wow. I got a picture of it. (laughs) It's a nice mustache. Okay. Yeah, they sure did. (laughs) It's, it's got a little Raleigh fingers. Cr- looks like the Pringles a, mustache. It's a little really? Pringles guy. It's kind of 
This is also just a drawing, so this couldn't exist well, or not. Well, that's the copy of it. That's no, what... I know. I'm just saying. It's very easy to simulate. It looks like a donut with a drawing of the, half of the, the Rolling Stones logo on it. <laughs> it's a healthy red blood cell. Yeah. It's and, an Italian woman's red blood cell. I was going to say, it's a decent no, Luigi. Oh, no. got a little... In space news, the uh, first U.S. moon landing in more than 50 years is now set for January 25th. Coming up in next month? Other countries have done it, but America hasn't landed something since the last manned moon mission in 1972. This one's being done by a private company called Astrobotic. They're based in Pittsburgh. They're working with NASA and bringing a bunch of specialized instruments to study the lunar surface. Set to launch December 24th. They're also taking other stuff, including a physical Doge coin. Oh. The Doge community helped fund the launch to bring their uh, to the moon mantra. No kidding. There's going to be a cryptocurrency up on the moon. SpaceX is doing the same thing, uh, paid with uh, Doge. The plan is for that one just to orbit the moon. While a camera beams back, so wait, we're treating ads. We're just tre- <laughs> using it for advertising. We're just treating the moon like a wishing well now. We're just dumping coins on it. That's a great well, that- analogy. Throw them up there. Yeah, toss it up Maybe there. And make a them. wish, and then throw some ads on the moon, which is inevitable. Mm-hmm. That's pretty neat. Yep. If we It'll can be a glowing, if ad. we can pull that off. You thought the Goodyear blimp was a good advertisement. Remember when fans had- of the cryptocurrency are hoping that uh, this SpaceX one will beam back the image of the Dogecoin dog on the moon? Yeah. Okay. Mother. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just got excited. Mother. <laughs> cool is what I was going to say. But yeah, if that happens, and we got upset when they're like when they put uh, advertisements on the staircases at baseball parks. If the moon is susceptible to being a billboard... <laughs> Beaming back. Our friend Jim Wilson's going to go nuts. What good do you need a billboard for driving up and down freeways if the moon's available? You talk about coverage. Why am I sitting over here on 17th Avenue in Lower Buckeye when the moon is available? Do you guys do uh, billboards? Yes, we do. We sell them all over the city. How many you need? One. The moon one seems to be the one I think will get it done. How long? You're going to get some coverage with that, I think. I don't need people driving by that. It just shows up. The moon's going to change every seven seconds now. Yeah. Do I get a a, uh, discount for cloudy days? Great. Scott Lehman's going to be on the moon now, too, with his pickle. I'm Doug Hopkins, and I'm going to buy your moon. That I am a fan of. Moon ads. Because it'll get all these poor billboard sales. I got to talk to Jim Wilson about this. You better, you guys better be on the cutting edge of owning some of that moon money. Because if I had the opportunity to get seven or eight boards on the I-10 or one moonshot, I'm taking my moonshot. The Sphere has to be doing that in Vegas. Moons? No, selling the. Oh, why would they I sell that in They're maybe. I'm sure people are purchasing ideas for that, but right now it's just awesome stuff. Extra science news! Advertising on the moon. First dude that does that, his company is going to... I want a piece of that stock. Find me a guy advertising on the moon. I love it. Hopkins, I'm looking at you. It's time to cut out... I'll even say it now. Dump this 98 KUPD nonsense. You're wasting your money if the moon's available. (laughs) Save all your advertising. I'm talking to Hopkins later. It's going to piss off Susan and Tripp and everybody. I talk Doug out of advertising with us anymore. You did In what? Fact, all, he got a moon board. Yeah, all advertisers with KUPD, save your cash. The moon's for sale. <laughs> we can't. 
I'm, I'm a decent, honest human being. I'm not going to tell you we can do as much as the moon can do for you. If I saw an ad on the moon, I'd be like, That's, you can put Trump up there and still impress the half of the country that hates him. It's already planned. Trump 2024 to the moon, Alice. <laughs> There's a story making the rounds online about a man in China who had his smart toilet burst into flames while he was using it. It happened a few weeks ago. The man first sensed that something was wrong when he smelled smoke. Then he saw plumes of white smoke billowing from the toilet bowl. That's when he got off. Mm -hmm. I think. Just before he, had some chili. he pulled his pants up, the toilet exploded. <laughs> it started burning. Thankfully, he wasn't hurt. It's unclear what started the fire. Man thinks it I have to do, it sparked a short circuit or something. No, it was an electrical issue. It wasn't the toilet's fault. It was hooked up wrong. It's unclear what kind of smart toilet to the he hot had. Water yeah, line. Brady had the hot water running the whole time, and it got a little <laughs> out of hand. <laughs> running the dishwasher at the same time he was dumping his, his boss sauce into the drink. Caused a little heat, a little friction. Let's get to some radio videos. Got some learning lessons today, John. This is a... Uh, Kind of off the uh, the topic we were talking about yesterday, how this blackface thing's getting out of hand. No, it's completely Oh, Brady. Well, it, this is a combo of kids no, getting hurt. Just wait. Yeah. Okay. Um, no. Mom's kids, humping. Kids yeah. getting hurt. Oh, turn off your uh, turn off your science news. There's a kid falling off of a little wagon face down. That's pretty good stuff. And then just oh, but he fell right into a mud yeah. puddle, and now he's Al Jolson. Yeah. That's not right. Yeah. <laughs> he should be punished on both ends. Mom should be punished. Yeah. Deadspin should do a story for putting that on TV. <laughs> what did, wait, what did she just say? Yeah, I, th I think she's I, Italian. Uh, yeah, did she say that? I think so. Oh, man, that does sound like a thing. I think she said... Uh, That's oops-a-daisy. Yeah, yeah, it's Norwegian for whoops. My kid fell in mud. <laughs> Say that one more time real quick. No, oh, de merde. no, no, no. I don't think you're allowed to say that. Ninda? I think she says Ninda. She on Dinger? Yeah, that's it. She's screaming She's screaming for the Rockies mascot to come wipe her kid off. Next one's childbirth, John, but it's you only get to see a little bit of it. I don't want to see any of it. You ready for this? Yeah, you don't no. want to see this. Oh, you don't want to see this, Ladies spread open. Somebody's... Away. What's happening? There's a woman with her... Oh, the water! She squirts on the doctor's face. Why aren't you wearing a mask? I know. Look at her. Stomach. Where's your shield? You're Look a doctor. Hanging off her chin. Oh, God. It's like Carol Ann came out of the TV. Oh, there it is. Oh. Oh, childbirth is the worst. Watch this. Gelatinous ooze. He's laughing, but he gets disgusted when you kiss your dog. Yeah, exactly. This is disgusting. I'm not kissing that either. Oh, man. Well, well, we know, we that. know that. Ronnie told us. <laughs> Going down on oh, that's a woman's sewer. <laughs> See what happens there? Look at that. It hit a release valve and all of her innards came out. Oh, there's nothing beautiful about childbirth at all. Stop, ladies. Stop lying to yourself. Men, stop telling your wives it's a good thing. It's gross. It's a malfunction at best. Last yeah. one's a kid doing a loop-de-loop -loop on his uh, dirt bike. I'm going to say he got the wind knocked out of him. Okay. You, you make it over. Oh, he makes it over. Oh! 
Oh, he goes through the loop and then he falls off the oh, side of it. That's a face. That's a, oh, he yeah. might have broken every bone in his face. Oh, oh, that's not a good landing. That is ow. not a good Fudge. finish. He made it too. The worst part is he did the he he defies gravity. Well, He's upside he, down and then he, he just tried to come out the entrance rather falls, than going out the exit. He falls off the side. Yeah. yeah, and that's what Brady is not allowed to go down on Ronnie anymore. That's right. Exact same <laughs> sentence. <laughs> it's the Ryan Shazier story. <laughs> If you're following, that's very funny. If not, I just made fun of a guy who has a bad spine. <laughs> they uh, said he was good. He's fine now, but a lot of people may not know that. Why is he making fun of a spinal injury? But well, you haven't read the latest on Ryan. Uh, Brett? Uh, I got a couple minor ones. Uh-oh. Minors like yeah, young this kids? isn't bad. No, not that. I hate kids. <laughs> well, that's why I thought maybe some of these videos No, were. no, no, no. All right, here's the Brett's first one. Yeah. Steel mill videos? We're, oh, here comes a hot these piece of good. steel. Oh! Ramrod. Oh, it's one of those hot lovers. Oh. It's bright glowing orange, and it went right in his ass. Oh, he's still burning. His butthole's on fire. You thought that exploding toilet was bad. Good God. Great music. Who bends oh. over in front of the lava machine? This is the ugly sweater party from KDKB. <laughs> <laughs> Baby, and I'll make I have a feeling Brady thought this was an urban thing when he was a kid. Played that a lot. <laughs> Uh, oh, I some body cam video. What? Some body cam video. Okay. He's got a gun in his waistband. Uh-oh. He's not listening to commands. Hands in the air. Wait, Put your wait, hands on top of your care. head now. He, oh, he's in the driver's seat. Give me a Spanish speaker. Don't do it. Oh. Oh. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, God damn it. Me too. I'm not even there. Oh, it blew his head up. Yeah. Hands in the air. What's he Put reaching for? Put your hands on top of your head now. He's reaching for his gun on his waistband. Give me a Spanish speaker. Don't do it. Oh, man. Wow. That, he Kennedy's him real good. And wow. he's not wrong. Oh, man. Boy, oh, uh, boy. Wow. Man, that's tough. And we'll just end with... Don't. Uh, just listen to the cops. I know you have... Oh! We've seen oh, maggot head. Oh, it's a maggot head. It looks like a bowl of simmering soup. There is, there is little, That's his brain. Where's his uh, skull? Like his skull's missing a chunk. They, they ate through. He's, He's like, it's time, to, it's time to go in. Now, I was always under the impression that when some of your skull's missing, you're dead. This guy's got a party of maggots going on in this giant hole in his head. And hey, no, just, no, just, no, don't touch it. Don't touch it with he, your dirty hands. That's how he got into this pickle. <laughs> oh, they're just... That is a brain buffet. Yeah, look at how many. It does look like simmering <laughs> tomato soup. I might wow. dip grilled cheese in that. <laughs> wow. And a good portion of his brain has been eaten. Wow. And uh, he seems fine. Like just day to day. Doesn't seem like the operation well, is really. brain compensates, John. Honey, how does it look today? Oh, look at them. Hand. <laughs> is yeah. it getting worse? Yeah. You think people notice? You better go in. I just comb my hair over the part and. Ugh. That's what happens when you take that big tarvy. It is one, one single. That was uh, bigoted somehow on a, <laughs> yeah. towards Indians and dresses. Well done, good God! One maggot in my house, and I'm moving. I can't imagine letting it get to the point where the hole in my head is full of them. Ugh. Brutal. And if you have a hole in your head, you might want to get that checked out. Pre maggots. Maggots are a secondary uh, feature to the biggest problem in your life, which is the giant missing skull hunk. I don't know about this. A couple of weeks, flies coming out. Yeah, for sure. It's a harvesting. I don't know about this guy. 
John, if you put glasses on and do a comb over on that dude, he looks just like Doug. I've seen that video. <laughs> he does have Doug's hair. But Doug's hair is getting better and better by the day. <laughs> Man, that transplant took. That front end is Cary Grant. He's got that patch in the back he's got to work on, but man, oh, man. Another guy says, John, you're not wrong about the moon. Doesn't your friggin' company own a couple of satellites? Oh, Throw it we up do. there. Danley. Yeah, we got to get Ginny on we board. We started DirecTV, right? Or one of them. One of U.S. Uh, satellite. The technical. Whichever one was first. Well, the technology for it yeah. is our company's uh, founder, yeah. Stanley Hubbard, kind of invented the technology. Well, it was part of the invention of this, the current satellite system yeah. we have for TV. How's about that? Put KUPD on the moon, and the whole northern hemisphere would be like, "What? what's that? Yeah, advertising on radio and TV. Waste o time compared to moon hits. A moon board. Yeah, you get a moon board. Just one blip. You're on the ground floor of that? Throw a million bucks? I don't know how much it's going to cost. Pretty expensive. Its reach is huge. Uh, Brady, apparently you're big on the west side, too. Hey, Vatos, don't you talk to Brady like that, MFR. <laughs> West Side Biatch. Yeah. Right. Brady is loved over here, fool. That's right. He's our little chonchita. I don't know what that means. Watch your mouth when you're talking about Brady. Keep his name out your mouth. I think it means male hooker. And thank you, Mexican Jada. We will. <laughs> chonchita? Yeah, well, he's very upset about that whole cold hot water thing. He just found out houses have hot water. <laughs> I nailed it. Yeah, yeah, you did. Good job. You should be proud of that fact. It's real interesting. Bartles and James called. They want somebody Just to write. Just I wasn't being scammed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Was this a scam, really, though? Because you're like well, 12 we're, cents. Well, we're looking at like maybe the dishwasher's uh, done. It's just not doing its job. He goes, she try wasn't. the filter. The, the, yeah, the well, glasses I, know, were I understand coming what you're spotted. saying there. Yeah. <laughs> So instead of just wiping the glasses off, you were going to buy a whole new dishwasher. Yeah. You? Or you were asking the guy, what well, kind of secret yeah, The dishwasher was asking me to buy a new dishwasher. Hey, right, that's right. And you t- took her down there to... Well, then maybe let's check this out. Harass the Maytag man to say, why don't you just run some hot water first? And, and what he was saying was, why don't you run a little hot water in the sink there, lady? Put those spotty glasses in there and then wipe them down. You won't have spots anymore. Do your job. I'd Belichick her. Just do your job. Spots on glasses are a woman's fault. Well, that's an archaic way to think. You're kind of lippy. Do your job. <laughs> I like that. Well, did you get a new dishwasher or are you just running, nope. you're just running hot water like crazy? Yeah. They're just getting a dishwasher that works properly without having to do some well, sort of I'm weird Well, ta- I'm putting in a tankless. Tankless dishwasher or tankless water? Tankless, a tankless water heater. Just so you have cleaner glasses? Instant hot, it runs a lot more efficient. No. Are you going through a lot of hot water? <laughs> Sounds like you're going through a lot of hot water. because they're running so much water. before their dishwasher. <laughs> yeah, water bills water. through the moon just so we have spotted glasses go away. Yes, that's true. Well, that sounds fun. The and boys Toledo's, from Precision are putting it in. That's good. Go over there and have uh, Toledo hose off your air conditioner while you're at <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, and advertise on the moon, Precision. You too, Eric Bryant. Get off these silly radio stations. This is ridiculous. <laughs> The moon's for sale. Starting in February, you're going to hear a lot less ads on KUPD if I have anything to do about it. (laughs) Sure, I'll lose my job, but I'll be sitting in my backyard staring at moon ads, which is the coolest thing in the world. I'm going to get in on that, selling moon boards. John Holmberg with Moon Outdoor. Moon Outdoor, what do you got? What are your needs? We want to reach uh, 
half a billion people in eight seconds? I got the board for you. Maytag man here. I'm looking to partner with somebody that owns a barbecue place because I got to unload this sauce now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> yeah, the Maytag man had a, a lot of sauce delivered for that tip. I know I didn't buy a product from him. He gave me quite a life hack. Now my wife stands in front of that sink all day with the water running. <laughs> There you go, everybody. That is your Brady Report with Healthful Household Timps. Tips, Timps, Timps. That too. Ooh. You're stroking out. Yeah, I had out. a little stroke. Holy crap. I've caught Brady. I'll be stroking. Somebody turn the water on. That's what I'll be doing. Brady Report. It's 98K. You're It's out of control now. 98KUPD. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Morning Sickness. Dusty Slay is here. He's at the Tempe Improv uh, this weekend, just out there. You were at the uh, Desert Ridge Improv. It's the new name, right? Uh, yeah, I you just found out about it today. You were it changed right now. Years old when you found out. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was CB Live when you I opened it up. And... Well, or or it went out of business the second you were over, and they changed the name. That's true. They yeah. had to rebrand. <laughs> <laughs> rebrand after whatever. <laughs> They're like, all right, all right, let's switch it up. <laughs> Dusty Slay did last night. <laughs> yeah. Let's change the name and just get out of this. Yeah, yeah. You, you made it Papa John's. I don't know what you did there. But yeah, had, we had to change. We had to bring Shaq in, switch it up. <laughs> uh, Tempe Improv tonight, tomorrow, and Sunday. If you want to go see Dusty, and uh, the holidays are here, and uh, you're, are you family guy? Is it? A, is it a, a? Do you look forward to the holidays, or are you one of the people who are like, oh God, here we go? Well, yeah, I'm pretty indifferent to it. I don't really celebrate a lot of holidays, but I, uh, you know, I got family. Yeah. And, uh, so what do you mean I, you don't celebrate holidays? Well, I just don't. I just don't do it. And, uh, so it means exactly as you yeah, say. You just, just don't. Why? I don't know. I mean, I like Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving seems like a good just a, yeah. we're just getting together, eating yeah. some food. Even though I think that it's Thanksgiving's changing because as my old relatives die, mm-hmm. it feels like all the good food goes with them. <laughs> they haven't passed it along. That's yeah, probably it's like true. Nobody learned. Like it's like you know, like dressing. That's what we call stuffing in Alabama. Right. That's where I'm from. And uh, like my aunt was like 90 years old, and she cooked the best cookies and the best dressing. Yeah. And she died. It's over. And there's no – my sister is making a dressing. Yeah. And that's like, it's good, but it's not the same. So you see Thanksgiving sort of petering out eventually as we age. I think so. I mean, we yeah. can't keep it going. We no. can't keep – You don't feel like you've <laughs> dropped the ball on this, that you should have – Oh, well, grandmother's recipe or – I should have because yeah. I was counting on other people to do it. That's and, what I'm doing. Yeah. I didn't realize, but that's – like, it's not me. So for the last yeah. few years, I've gotten uh, – you know, just gone to Whole Foods in order – that made them do it. Oh, yeah. Like, nobody's cooking in my house because it's a lot. It's a lot of work. It, it just is seems like an effort for food, doesn't it? Even like we went from baking the turkey to deep frying the turkey to this yeah. year, my brother-in-law was like, I cooked it in the air fryer. And yeah. I'm like – we're just losing it. All. <laughs> we don't care anymore. It just like yeah, Does it in half the time. Yeah, it's yeah. just like everything's. And that gone. to me proves that it was never that great an idea to begin with. Is that we're all we're trying to do is whittle it down to the least possible amount of work ever, and still have the same results. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, so you can have all this food that you eat in about ten minutes. Yeah. And then you're real full, and you just sit around and watch yeah. football. You either want to go home or send everybody else out. Yes. Yeah, I'm with you on that. And then have it for the next three days if you still have the food left over. Yeah. And you then know, you, you keep feeling bad. You keep yeah. eating it and going, oh, because it's all bad ingredients. Nothing's yeah. good. No. And, and the, the thing that you say about, like, the 90-year-olds that are dying and they had the good recipes, they also were filthy. 
there's something about like the way they used to cook with their filthiness and their hands were never clean. And yeah. they, like they touched themselves a lot. I'm not sure if that's your grandma. It was I, you know, I don't like to think about yeah. her doing it, but, uh, <laughs> but she did. <laughs> some people say it's the cookware, you know, they had yeah. these old that's pots. The seasoning. They yeah. were dirty. Yeah. And that seemed to add to the food. Well, I'm against people washing their hands all the time. Really? It just seems like people are just washing their hands yeah. every time I turn around. That seems like, to me is to, that would be progress. I guess so, but it's like, I don't know. I just, every time you, everybody's washing their hands and putting hand sanitizer all the time. It's like, if we're like doing surgery, yeah. let's get clean. <laughs> you know? But just I'm just, generally. we're just hanging out out here. Yeah, see, I just don't like it because I think, I watched my grandma reach into her skirt in her later years while she was cooking. Oh, uh, yeah. And actually pull something out and squeeze it in her thumbnail. Oh, okay. And well, so no, I don't like that. Yeah, no, like and that. that's what I thought. You know, yeah, I caught that's her. That's not what I'm talking about. Yeah, and that was that moment where I'm like, I caught her. She does this a lot. I just happened to be on the other end of this visually. Yeah. She didn't know I was watching. And, well, uh, let every it be time, known that if you're cooking and you reach into your skirt, pull something out, squeeze it, I support washing your hands. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. See, there's a fine line. I'm, yeah. I, I may agree with you that we've gone overkill. Yes. But I think I prefer overkill than what I've seen. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I've not seen that. You know, obviously I, <laughs> I wasn't in the kitchen. Standard grandmother. Uh, yeah, I can't unsee it. Yes. That was turns out secret ingredient. Oh. All grandmas, you know, she won't tell you about that part of the. It's because it came out. That of was the season. Yeah. Yeah. It was weird, and then she just seemed so indifferent to it. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, that'll happen, and then right back to the lettuce. Uh, yeah. Was that the Swedish grandma? Yeah, that was Isabel. Yeah, she was a uh, lutefisk. Nah, I wasn't eating that anyway. <laughs> she was, she was, yeah. What is it? A lutefisk is a fish that's just all salt, but he called it lutefisk because she just threw it up her ass. Oh, okay, okay. And it's repulsive in its own right because it made my my brain picture grandma fisting. Yeah. And that's an awful <laughs> grandma fisting. Good band name. Bad actual act. Yes. Well, my my I don't know that my grandmother was much of a cook. All my relatives are so old. My yeah. dad was the youngest and so my aunt was 90 years old when she passed wow. away. But it's like and that wow. was just recently and my dad's in his 70s. Wow. So yeah, so they're all very old. And my yeah. grand so my grandparents most of them were gone before I was even born. So I don't know what they were what up they, to. Yeah, they were doing it though. But I Do just you- do you think that, uh, like, do you go back to the south? Do you go back to Alabama, you said? Yeah. Do you go back for the holidays? Yeah. Well, this year, my sister has moved to Tennessee. No. Oh, okay. Not not in my same town, but near me. Okay, so she's so, close to you. Yeah, so Is we that went because there. of you, or did she have a reason to do that? I don't know why they really went there. <laughs> I think it was a job, but I was like, also like, I feel like you could get this job anyway. <laughs> what does she do? Well, you know, my, my whole family for a long time started working for this, like, uh, hospital thing where they, they have, the, like, these boxes in the rooms where they drop needles. Oh, okay. Oh, no like the the, yeah, so they, like, things? all would go in there and get these boxes out and then put a fresh box in. Oh. That was, like, everybody. My mom started doing it, like, as a – my mom used to work at a factory where, that made VHS tapes. Oh, wow. And back in the 90s, they all thought this was – Forever. Yeah, they'd yeah, be doing yeah. this forever. It was a great job. Everybody was making money. And then, you know, we don't watch VHS. <laughs> so that was out. So yeah. she got this job, and then my sister started working there, my brother-in-law, my nephews. They were all in this company. And I just like, I think you could do this anyway. Yeah, just swiping needles out of boxes. Yeah, they just go Changing into it out. What are yeah. they, and then you're, there's a step missing. Like, Oh, well, they take it, and they, you know, they put it on the a place cart, and disposed. then they push it, and then a truck comes, <laughs> and they get it. And That's it. So they're just the middleman between full box and empty box. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's uh, it's not glamorous work. <laughs> no. But they're not messing with the needles. Yeah, it's right. It's the box itself. But then your sister decides that she's got a better opportunity in Tennessee, in Tennessee. to move needles. Yes. She started washing needles. I think you're right. Needles. Yeah, and she's diabetic. She's been using needles her whole yeah. life. So. She's comfortable. Yeah. So it's a free supply. She if could she does be it right. filtering them out. It could be a thing. <laughs> You're right. She could. This could be a side hustle. Yeah. She could be on the run too because you got caught uh, scamming needles out of the last. Oh, that place. could be true. She moved to Tennessee. She actually just switched companies to ah, a different needle company. She's so up to no good. Your something's sister. going. Yeah, that ain't right. Yeah. And then she's getting closer to That's you. Smart yeah. business though. Yeah, yeah. leveraging yeah. her. Yeah, you got to keep switching it up. Going with the other company, more money. Sure. Is everybody in the South have one family member diabetic? I think that's a, a well, statistical I think- fact. They become diabetic now, and it's yeah. like uh, it's more than one family member. Yeah, but you have a my few. sister was like diabetic her whole life. But yeah, every every old person in my family is diabetic. <laughs> yeah, so you're gonna have it. They're just like they just assume that's the natural progression <laughs> that you just well one day you'll be diabetic <laughs> you'll too. <see. laughs> yeah. yeah, I can't do it. I could never. I have to come up with something for diabetes because I can't do shots. Yeah, I'm not I, well, I that. think they have these pumps that you can yeah. wear that look like a pager, and it's just. <laughs> On the older one too, yeah. yeah. I just I'm out on that whole deal. It scares me to death. Me too. Yeah, I'm, I don't really. Will you? Are you good with death? Are you comfortable with it? I'm okay with it. Yeah. I are mean, you looking bef- forward to a long, long life though? Well, I have kids now, so oh. I want to stay alive for them. You screwed but that up. I know. Before I had kids, I was like, I could go at any moment. Yeah. I'm ready. That's how I feel. <laughs> yeah. like I'm not. I don't want to die, but I'm also I'm okay with it. That's how I feel, and people yeah. don't understand that. They're like, yeah, if I went, like, okay, it's oh, you're not worried. Like, don't you want to? Nah, I've seen enough. This movie's long. People always say life is short. I don't agree with that. It's like it seems to be dragging on quite a bit. Yeah, and what is left to see? <laughs> right. You know, <laughs> I internet. saw a self-driving car here today. I right. know. Just coming. They're creepy. We We're pulled n- up next to it. There was nobody ghost in the car. It was just staging. Yeah. It's yeah. a ghost car, and we don't celebrate anything. This should be like the most awesome thing in the world, and we just look at it and go, there's that. Yeah. Nobody celebrates anything amazing in it. They really don't. No. We didn't even celebrate it. We just go, that's crazy. Right. Moon advertising. We were talking about that this morning. There's going to be ads on the moon soon. Well, I can't wait because we don't have enough commercials. (laughs) Right. We need to be sold more stuff (laughs) in more impressive (laughs) ways. Yeah. I don't get it. And we just kind of shrug our shoulders. Nothing's impressive at all. That's true. It is true. Yeah. So I don't even care what happens next because I'm not going to be impressed by it. It's just going to happen. Yeah. We'll just have to move right into it. Yeah. It is. That thing was called Waymo. Yeah, yeah. Waymo. And I thought that was like, like Waymo, you know, like Waymo what? Right? <laughs> yeah. It's way less drivers right. is what it is. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> That's very true. What does Waymo mean? Yeah. And why does it, why keep it so urban? Right. It's a it's ghost. It's Waymo car. easy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess it's Waymo easy and Waymo isolation. I don't know what it is, but you're right. And I, we used to do ribbon cuttings when we'd open roads. Oh, like yeah. If freeways would open, there'd be people like, I want to be first one. And there's like ribbons and a party and a little. Pr- now cars with no drivers are just, nah, they're on the road with you. And now. when we drive in first thing in the morning, it's dark. And every every morning, there's, there's two Waymo guys hanging in the parking lot. Guys. Yeah. Nobody in it. Yeah. It's a ghost car and it just kind of follows you in and it'll go, it'll just take a random turn and. Just stop. waiting for a fare. Wow. And then they, then they congregate. So like oh, the one cars will park get together. And another one yeah. will show up. Yeah. Have I was trying cats. to hit one. Because yeah. I saw it parked on the side of the road, and I'm like, what happens if you just start picking on it and you get close? So I put my Jeep bumper right up close to it like I was going to bump it, and the thing's brakes went on. Wow. Like, okay, brace for impact. And then I'm like, oh, I can't do that. It's got cameras all over it. I went around the block, came back. There were two of them. Called wow. the phone. Called got the phone. Yeah. Man. 
Who's to blame if you get in a car accident with a Waymo car? Do you stay? You go, well, there's not even anyone in that car. Yeah, who's at fault? Yeah. Do you stick around? I would. How do you exchange I, I information guess, with the yeah, insurance? Yeah. I guess you have to stick around, though. They got a car and they got a couple little circulating yeah. things on the top. Yeah, that's true. They got cameras everywhere. What so is your that dumb thing face on the top? Uh, That'd be hilarious if you talk to some, like, smiley face. Yeah. Yeah, please Let's stay put. Oh, yeah, and they pull out a little ID card. <laughs> Sorry, I hit you. They have a little printer that prints yeah. out their number. I like to. It's uh, the wrong number. <laughs> I like to bully the Waymo, though, because if you're driving and they're next to you and you just start scooting over, it it just it panics. Oh, like they, yeah. You can bully Waymos in a big fashion. Oh, I like that. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. If you want to switch lanes, find a Waymo and just start getting over. It stops for you. There's Makes no me more. want to rent a car just yeah. to mess with the way <laughs> just well, Let's do it today. <laughs> yeah. I got a free day. Let's go out. Yeah, and, let's film some stuff. Yeah. <laughs> let's go out and pick on Waymos all day. <laughs> and just park behind them and bump them and see, pick a fight. Like Road we, Rage of Waymo. And if we could get access to the Waymo cameras to show oh. us in our car bullying it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Split screen <laughs> that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is outstanding. Because nobody seems, yeah, ghost cars just showed up. Do they yeah. have them where you're in Tennessee? No, I've never even no heard kidding. of this. Yeah, it's pretty I awesome. mean, you have like the Teslas or whatever that yeah. people say. They do the same thing. They'll move over. Yeah, they, I, the, I pick on them when I need to change lanes. Okay. Oh, but they're just doing that out here too then. Teslas? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Usually right. there's a person in there though, but just yeah, yeah. not yeah. paying attention. Wheel. Sleeping yeah. or something. Yeah. They don't care if you move out of the way. And the cool thing about Waymos are they're Jaguars. Yeah. They're actually really nice cars. They are, but it doesn't seem like no. the Jaguars. They're tough to old. part. No. I mean, you know, if you carjack one and try to go sell it, <laughs> right. it's, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. you can't part them out. Yeah, it's yeah. really crushed yeah. the market over you the West Valley. Them down. Always yeah. getting rid of the small man. Yeah, you know? yeah, always cutting out that guy. The hardworking <laughs> yeah. small man just wants to steal and part out. Uh, Dusty Slay's over at the Tempe Improv this weekend. Uh, so the holidays, you don't really care, celebrate, almost Jehovah's Witness style. You just want some food and get me out of here. Yeah. Do you buy presents for people or do you go to that length? Well, uh, yeah, I mean, well, yeah, it's like. You get your sister some, like a Hershey bar. and it's just, Well, that's, it's just, you know, it's the same. You know, my sister, it's funny that you say that. My sister, diabetic, mm-hmm. uh and my other sister, they got these big Hershey bars when they were um, when they were kids. <laughs> yeah. Big giant Hershey bars. And my diabetic sister would not eat hers all at once, you know, right. so she wouldn't get sick. So they would put them in the freezer to hold them. My other sister started eating her candy bar, and she got mad at her. And my sister threw the Hershey bar, hit her in the head. She got several stitches. Wow! From a Hershey, from bar. a frozen Hershey yeah, bar. This is trailer park stuff happening here. <laughs> I saw this as a kid. I it's watched. known. Yeah. In a lot of places, the Hershey incident in a house is different than yours. But yours <laughs> yeah. is uh, yeah. Yeah, yours is actual violence. It's blood. And yeah, we had to go no to the kidding. hospital. And they're like, oh, is she here for diabetes again? And they're like, no, this <laughs> time of. it's a head wound. <laughs> <laughs> Did someone finish off the Hershey bar, though? Uh, or was it used in evidence? Well, I assume it was yeah. <laughs> That one pounder was pounded. <laughs> yeah, I'm Somebody sure it found was it. Just clipped the part off with blood. Yeah. And the rest of it was still good, My right? My sister used to have that all the time. She was running around a truck one time and had the tailgate down. Oh. And she ran around and hit her face oh, on the man. tailgate. Oh. She was riding a four-wheeler with a guy one time, and they ran at night, and they ran through a barbed wire fence. Oh, The God. guy got really messed I up. Bet. She got cut up a little bit because she was behind him. But. <laughs> yeah, she was riding behind the guy. Yeah. And, yeah, good move there. Yeah. Wow, this diabetic sister's living a life. Yeah, she's, yeah, it's wild. <laughs> I think I want her away from me. If I, You might want to leave Tennessee and that's head back. True. Yeah, that's <laughs> Keep those Hershey bars away from her. How many brothers and sisters do you have? I have two older sisters. Okay. We have the same mom, different dad. Okay. And then I have a younger sister. We have the same dad, different mom. You are so... Yeah, so my yeah. younger sister is not related to my older sister at all. No, 
but do they like still. each other? They don't even even know each other. Really, is that oh, right? I mean, they've different. seen each other, but they don't they don't know each so, other. So, in a way, that's where that whole thing in the South of like, well, I don't know if she's my sister or not thing comes. In. That's true. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I got cousins. Uh, you know, I got pretty attractive cousins. I've, I've been <laughs> like, how fantastic. related are we? You know, <laughs> have you ever? No, I ha- well, not that Made I'm aware out with of. One or- <laughs> <laughs> My dad will say in our but town, But there though, were a couple of Thanksgivings that <laughs> yeah. I met. Yeah, I mean, there are. I've been a couple. Where I was like, I, you yeah. know, I would. I you need to look I mean. at the uh, 23 and me to see <laughs> yeah. if that girl with the great ass is too close <laughs> yeah. to play with. I mean, I'm married now, but prior sure. to that, I mean, if, uh, you know, I got some cousins sure. that I'd be like, We like to look at know. our family as we're royal. You think you'd yeah, do I it? want to keep the bloodline. If one yeah. of the cousins, one of the better looking cousins had come on to you. As like a seventeen-year-old Dusty Slay. Well, I, you know, I would look at how close we are as cousins, but <laughs> you'd, you'd actually do some I research. Might mess around a little bit, you know what I mean? <laughs> Where do you draw the line? <laughs> I wouldn't get into a relationship, but, yeah. but you, you would close the deal. <laughs> but every Thanksgiving, <laughs> yeah. just see how it feels. I go know? as far as hand play, yeah, with a hot cousin, but I don't think I'm exchanging anything. Yeah, well, you know, it's like. I had a couple that I was like, I don't know. I can throw it all out right here. I can ruin my whole reputation over it. But don't fall in love with me is the rule. Yes. Yeah. 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 Look, we're not dating. Right? Yeah, we're not going to date. You can't have a marriage where they're like, oh, you're here for the groom or the bride. And they're like, oh. oh. Yeah. <laughs> it's so Southern. Which it's such a Southern thing. Yeah. <laughs> right. What one Southern stereotype do you hate that is real? Besides the uh, incest, I guess. I don't know. I mean, uh, I guess you would just have to name a few. And then... <laughs> well, I guess like, uh, well, the uh, domestic violence. Yeah, I mean, I think. Uh, <laughs> I, mean, I... Like <laughs> <laughs> I wish I remember this in your face. There's like, yeah. ways to settle things. Yeah, I mean, Comes I think, I mean domestic, I think that's happening all over. You yeah, know? but you're I known mean, for it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. yours. Let's yeah, just say. I mean, I, yeah, it's happening for yeah, sure out right. here. I mean, you know, you get into some, you know, now the internet exists. I think yeah. it's harder now, but you get some pockets of trailer parks out here yeah. where not a lot of. And trailer parks, that's that's uniquely Southern in stereotype, but is everywhere. It is, but I feel like, I mean, I grew up in Alabama and I grew up right next to Auburn University, which, you know, is a major college, but yeah. a lot of students live in trailer parks. Really? They live in. Big, is that right? Yeah. There's like huge college trailer parks huh. and it's, it's great. I mean, it's oh, like, yeah. I could see being fun. It's party time. Well, sure. Yeah. Because that's just letting me loose. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, War Eagle. I mean, yeah, the pick, tr- pickup trucks, the, you know, the incest, I guess the toothlessness. Yeah, There's I mean, a lot of those stereotypes that are, like, just unfair, but. Yeah, I mean, I got some fake teeth. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh, so it's like, had I been in a different financial situation, <laughs> I would be missing be one teeth. Of those. <laughs> yeah. How did your teeth come out? Well, I, you know, I just, yeah, I mean, they just, uh, I don't know what Sugary happened. Sugary food. They, they just, just weren't there anymore. Stop looking as good. <laughs> and you go to the dentist and they're like, you got some stuff going on here. Really? So you had a Who couple of thunk? They just eliminated them. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know. I feel like I brush my teeth as much as anybody else, you know, yeah. three or four times a week. And uh, <laughs> it's like. <laughs> and <laughs> That's the average, right? Yeah. It's, it's got to be close. And, but. They to just, me, you're overdoing it. It's yeah. like washing your hands too much. <laughs> and they These just people, yeah, they just stopped looking good. Yeah. So you had it. Which ones were gone? 
fronts? I have some front teeth. No yeah. kidding. These are all gone on mine. Yeah. I have soft teeth, so I kept breaking them. Oh, That's yeah. I was like, screw this. Dennis said we can fix them. Best thing you can do in the world is get fake teeth. Yeah, Damn, I think so, awesome. too. Yeah. Well, I, it's I, got I, some wood and ivory ones yeah. there. Uh, oh, yeah. Anything was better than what I had. Those things chipped up and broke every time I ate. I, I used to, but I was a kid, gobstoppers were going in, and we'd have oh, contests yeah. so you could mash them from the start. Oh, yeah. Oh, teeth just falling out of our heads. Mm, yeah. But I'm from Indiana, which is the south of the Midwest. That is true. Yeah. Indiana is... Uh, we're taking over. Yeah, Indiana doesn't get put into the conversation no. as much. Because it's, it's, first off, awful. Second, it's getting worse. So it's, people are ignoring it. It is, it's, it's that cousin that needs money all the time that keeps showing up. Oh, Indiana yeah. is someone we want to ignore. His teeth crack so much, it looked like a mosaic. With yeah, a smile. it's actually oh, kind of yeah. pretty. But yeah. Indiana's a horrible spot. Well, I like... I like Indiana. I do shows in Indianapolis, right? But I, right. I you go, you drive west of Indianapolis. I stopped at a truck stop, and I was like, wow, I'm a little freaked out here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, and a lot of places, I look like the guy freaking people out. But, I mean. <laughs> I think it was uh, Jim Gaffigan who's born in Indiana, and he's like, you know, we're known for – Tom Raper, RV. Yeah, the Raper. Oh, yeah, I've yeah. seen Tom What a Raper. name. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody bats an eye. Nobody bats an eye at the old Raper RV. Yeah. yeah, I've seen Tom Raper. Yeah. yeah. It says it on the backs of his RV, <laughs> Raper. Yeah. Nobody says a thing. You go into and they sell a ton yeah, of Illinois or, Indi- or Ohio, they're like, what's this then? Yeah, it's the Raper <laughs> van. Sure. Totally normal in Indiana. Yeah, Indiana Raper van? Oh, yeah. yeah. Where's your right. favorite place in uh, in the U.S. now that you travel all over? Where do you like to go? You know, there's so many great places. I don't know. I mean, I like Florida because it's warm a lot of times. It's, you know, it's warm here too. A little too hot. People like, people say they like the dry heat. I like the humidity. I like really. Yeah, I like being real sweaty. (laughs) You want to see this right? Yeah. Any reason? I don't know. I just do. Maybe it's just because I grew up in it, but I just do feel like a humid heat is a better heat. No kidding. Feels like it's, you know, I'm not drying out. You're actually. Getting stuff out of your body yeah. in a way. Yeah, I'm staying, hmm. I feel like I'm staying moist and not, uh, <laughs> like you know, and not, and not getting. Yeah. You're better to eat. Like you walk around in Arizona, and I've been here when it's like over yeah. 100, 115, and you just walking around and you just feel like you're in an oven and it's dry. Just, yeah, it and is. And I like it. I like heat, but I like a little excessive. moisture with yeah. it. Yeah. So you like Florida? Yeah, I like Florida. Anywhere. I like the gold bond of cake. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You know, a little batter. Yeah. I mean, I've had, you know, I used to wait tables and I've had a lot of, uh, a lot of, uh, uh, I don't know, chafing or yeah, uh, I don't know what there. words I can say. We got words we use for it, but. Uh, what, what, what was well, it? Well, uh, swamp ass. Oh, yeah, no, that's fine. Yeah. 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 Okay. You can have swamp ass on the show. Yeah, okay. <laughs> You're welcome to that one all okay. day long. And uh, it just gets, uh, you know, you just walking like, they say, like, you've been riding a horse all day. Yeah. I don't know if that's. Yeah. yeah, I guess you would get that in Arizona. Yeah. It's cowboy country. Yeah, we have. We we had that. When, and when you were wait, where did you wait tables? Uh, I waited tables at a, a seafood restaurant in Charleston, South Carolina, called Hyman's. Which really, uh, that, is that is true. Uh, same block as a restaurant. <laughs> same block as a restaurant called Sticky Fingers. And, is that uh, Sticky that Fingers is, and Hyman's shared a? a and he a worked street. with a guy named Buster. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And there was also a, a clothing store there for a while called Loose Lucy's. All right there on the same block. Same strip. Wow. wow. So you're just playing a joke on everybody who showed up. The whole yeah. thing was just, how far can we take this? Did you have a place called Swamp Ass eventually, just uh, to make well, people know? I, I I mean, I wish. I mean, because that's we were all like that. And then you yeah. get off work and you go get, uh, you know, you get some gold bond. 
you get them medicated because of – but it, it really – that's what burns you up. You yeah. know, you take a shower and then you just lay on the floor in a <laughs> gold bond snow angel and uh, – <laughs> Green when it's really hot. Oh, yeah. that's nice. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. Yeah, I don't like the gold bond. I like just – I'll swamp it out. Oh, yeah. I was. Uh, did, did you ever do anything bad to people's uh, food? As a waiter, eventually you – you do drop something and put it back. Did they have a giant burger on the menu, the Hyman Buster? Uh, right. Oh, That's that would, um, you know, we always wanted them to have a shirt that said, Hyman's, you'll never forget your first time. Uh, That's a great shirt. Wanted. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> people would, um, they would they would say to me sometimes, they would go, uh, oh, are you one of the Hyman's? You know, people eating there. And I'm like, yeah, because they named me Dusty Hyman. <laughs> You know? <laughs> Which is, I think, what my grandma was playing with when she was cooking. Yeah. <laughs> she pulled that out and put that in the cabbage. Oh, we yeah. Discussing. Yeah, when you were a waiter, though, what was like that? What one thing do you think back, oh, I shouldn't have done that? Well, I never really, I, I used to work at a chicken finger restaurant, and yeah. I remember, you know, mixing up some hot wings one time, and I dropped some on the floor, yeah. and it was like, it was a rush hour. Yeah. And there you, was can't, no, you can't go back. There's no time to cook more right. chicken wings. So you just pick it up and mix it on up and move well, along. Yeah. And it makes you wonder what you've eaten because i worked in a restaurant for a long time and i was also one who didn't mess with the food but i like i've i've seen food get oh, yeah. messed with and it's just close your eyes and, and go well i knew guys that, that run the takeout counter oh. and it's like if people would repeatedly order from the restaurant and not tip they would do things That's to the food huge. so i'm like you gotta if you're gonna go back to a place you gotta yeah. tip even yes. if on principle you're like they didn't do anything uh you just gotta yeah. do it the only thing you can do to make a restaurant better is not go there anymore yeah if you didn't like it and you decided not to tip because of it do not show up again we remember you like, that's true I, I still think of myself as a restaurant guy because i that was where i you know started when i was 15 ended when i was like 23 and it, that's ingrained in me it gave oh, me everything yeah. i know about the public i learned there yeah, I'm a great tipper, but I'm like, I'm going to tip you well, even if everything's right. bad. Yeah. But if you do a good job, yeah. it'll be much better. You could serve me a plate of fingernails and you're getting 20%. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to do, I'm not pissing off the people who control your food are more important than anyone in the world. Do not piss them off. It is true. I went no. to a, a, a drive through one time with a girl and we were drinking and, uh, she like yelled at the people working, and I was like, "Oh, oh no, we're no. just gonna leave. This we're, not, we're not. We're yeah. not getting the food." Here. Uh, how dare you order food? In this? Yeah, I remember <laughs> yeah. one. The one story I always tell: uh, I was a bartender, and it was crowded. It was crazy. And this guy ordered an old fashioned. Older gentleman. He's like, "An old fashioned, please." And I had to remember that, and I'm like, "All right." So I I give it to him, and he goes, "What's this?" And I am busy. And the only one <laughs> yeah. that I'm like, "It's an old fashioned." He goes, "You didn't muddle my fruit." I'm not drinking this. And he gives it back. I'm like, muddle your fruit. What does that mean? What kind of 1912 sentence is that? So you mash it down with a muddler. I don't know that I have a muddler. So I went back and I took a spoon. I mashed it up. I put some, I give it back. And he goes, well, you just muddled the old one. You got to start fresh. Uh, Sends me back. So I make it right. I go by. And as I'm going by with the tray, the bathroom is on my way out. I walked right into the bathroom. I took his drink. I rested my testicles in it for a second. I put it back in. I muddled it. I brought it to the thing. And I put it down to the thing. I'm like, take a sip of that. So we both know it's okay. And he goes, that's better and like for both of us and uh, i walked away yeah. and to this very day i feel pretty good about that well i like that you know he wanted his fruit <laughs> he wanted his fruit muddled and you're yeah. like well you know what i'll muddle my fruit Here's the i'll add fruit yeah. yeah it was just that moment where i'm like this is wrong but even this is 30 years ago now i'm like that i did the right thing yeah we all want our fruit muddled sometimes yeah. <laughs> that's exactly it i did watch a man pee in a styrofoam cup and pour it on somebody's brisket once oh and that was when i was like all right 
That's too far. This is way too far. Yeah. That's too far. This is, yeah, you can't yeah. do bottle. You never do it. Yeah, somebody, I read a story about uh, like a Ryan Steakhouse. You know Ryan's? Yeah. It's like a buffet-style restaurant yeah. where you never order the steak. You just, <laughs> and like somebody ordered the steak and then sent it back. Oh. oh, nope. And then they got like, and this could be one of those lies that people just tell, but they got sick and they like tested the steak and it had like four or five different types of urine on it oh really we're like lots of people in the kitchen <laughs> peed on it but it's like who's going to ryan's yeah. and sending it back yeah hometown buffet sendbacks no you just accept it it's yeah. hard to send back the yeah. buffet yeah. yeah you just don't eat it yeah. you, you go i lost this one <laughs> right I'll, take I'll the l it. yeah take the l sometimes in restaurants we have to take the l yeah absolutely you just look you go we've, we've lost yeah because if they're willing to bring you a burrito with a roach on it first Yes. Imagine what they'll do when you piss them off. Oh yeah. Yeah, I can't even think about it. I went to like a like a taco like a burrito place where you're like walking by the counter and watching them scoop Go down up the things. line making it. And as I was, I started off. I was like, "This is going to be really good." And then as I watched them get to each little vat, oh. I was like, "It just." I was like, "What am I even doing?" <laughs> it just got grosser as we oh. went along. I'm oh. just like, ah, oh. every little tray looked old, oh. and I was they just say like, something. Would you like this in it? Like you don't understand <laughs> yeah. the words. Oh. What is yeah. that again? Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's. Uh, I'm not playing that game. Yeah. yeah, food in a line. This isn't Russia. I know. I, uh, yeah, uh, I hate to be so picky about it, but I. I it, it just, Do you eat at uh, like potlucks and things like that? Well, uh, you know, the last time I went to some kind of celebration of sorts where they had like a lot of food that they were, you know, I guess yep. it's a potluck. Yeah. I got sick. Because <laughs> you don't know. Because, again, grandma's in her skirt. Yeah. You don't know what's going on in that kitchen. Food, oh. It's like you do these things where you get, get together with people and then they cook all the food and then you got to wait for everybody Ooh. to get a plate before you eat. And before you know it, the food's been sitting out for two yeah. days. Yeah, and, and Uncle Jenny's uh, scallops are no good. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, and then you yeah you get scallops at a pot. Yeah, well you never know. Oh. He's made a lot of switches in life, Uncle Jenny. You want some oysters? <laughs> yeah, it's just a strange world that I just I'm getting weirder and weirder as I get older. I don't want to touch stuff other people. I know. Touch, I just I don't even want to eat at restaurants. I yeah. just want to cook at home and uh, just eat. See, I just want to ignore it all. Yeah, yeah. I like a lot of tape on my food. I like it oh, in yeah. packages. I like to. I like to unwrap three or four things to get to the food. But that's true. Like if you do yeah. like a whatever the Uber Eats yeah. or something. Yeah, I'd like it to be f- really wrapped up. Like yeah. you really took some care to. I'd prefer if Waymo started delivering the food. Yeah, and I know that no driver messed with it. That's true. Just have a little yeah. robot get just, out. Yeah, just that, throw that it in my yard. Cool. That's good enough. <laughs> yeah. like I used just, to have on Domino's commercials yeah. where you just open the door. Yeah, you go outside like, and get it out order. of the robot. Yeah, oh, the future yeah. is robots, Dusty. That's that's what, what I think too. That's what I want. Dusty that's- Slay at the Tempe Improv this weekend. Leave us with words of wisdom, sir. Uh, well, we're having a good time. My show is all about we're having a good time, and it's one of those shows where it's relatively clean, so you can bring family members that are easily offended because <laughs> they won't be offended by this show. You promise that? I, yeah, I promise. I mean, there, I got a couple of gross jokes here and yeah. there nowadays, but uh, but it's all non-offensive. You're just going to have fun. You're thing on abortion is great uh, yeah yeah <laughs> i got one or two homeless jokes that sometimes people get offended by right. but it's not because you want to eliminate them it's yeah. a very it's, it's a good plan but it's uh it's gonna curl some toes yes yeah. your, your eradication of the homeless is a great i did thing. propose that we should get homeless people to look for bigfoot i did uh <laughs> propo- like, like a All government like a government funded yeah, it's thing open. it's funded where yeah. it's like you're like hey if you're homeless and you want to get involved on this program Keep them busy as well. Yeah, you get some more money, right? And, and in the reward end, reward for finding, right? Yeah, million dollars to find it. Yeah, if you find it, 
This yeah. scavenger hunt keeps them out of our way is what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, but who wouldn't want to be on that adventure? That's pretty good. I think homeless people would be like, you know what? That that sounds fun. And we'll advertise it on the moon. Yeah, yes, And then they'll yeah. find out about it because that's really the only way they're that's getting true. it. That's true. That is true. <laughs> I like that, though. All right. Dusty Slay uh, this weekend. Thank you, man. It's good Thank to see you. you. A pleasure. Dusty Slay at the Tempe Improv this weekend, everybody. It's out of control now. Friday, it is a glorious day, and this uh, week that uh, was our first full week didn't feel so bad, right? It was coming off the Thanksgiving, not so bad. Pretty good stuff. Back into the swing of it for just a couple more weeks, and then we all just get lazy and start abusing our time off. That's the goal. Uh, Also, I want to say a quick shout-out before we get to the entertainment drill. To the folks up there at Tactical Black, who we're about to talk about anyway, doing their they're doing a black level test out this morning, which is a, a, a it's a grueling, but uh, you get to go through this whole thing. And these people who've been working really hard are testing out on this thing, so they're up there listening right now. So good luck to all of you. I know you're crushing it. Enjoy it. That's that's a serious group of folks up there. They are uh, good at what they do, and again, it's just a, a room packed full of sheepdogs making their lives better, making uh, things around us a little safer. More good guys trained. That's the goal. ReactDefense.com is that place. You train the good guys to not be victims, and then the bad guys don't have a chance. That is the end goal of what self-defense is, and that's what Tactical Black teaches you. Plus, uh, they're doing a great thing right now for the holidays. One-month gift certificates, they're available uh, still. I'm only going to be doing that for a few more weeks. Uh, so if you want to get on that thing, their gift certificates are available at ReactDefense.com as well. Good stocking stuffer. Good for your own benefit. Do it for you or... The someone you care about. Hop there and put it in their stocking. And also they have a couple spots left for the Women's Self-Defense Seminar, which I believe is tomorrow. Uh, so if you're a lady who's been on the fence, like, I don't really want to know if I want to go do it. Just do it and uh, check it out, reactdefense.com. That one's in Glendale with Tony, who is an absolutely, he's an awesome trainer. Dude is a, a speed machine and just flies through stuff and crushes. He's great. If you're getting trained by him, if you can get a quarter of his ability uh, you're going to be in really good shape. They got some great trainers up there, and Tony is running the Glendale show pretty good. So, ladies, you got that going for you, too. All you got to do is go to reactdefense.com because it's the home of Tactical Black. Brady Entertainment. Contestants on Netflix, Squid's Game, Squid Game, The Challenge, yes, um, blew through all their condoms. What does that mean? Contestants of the Squid Game, uh, The Challenge, that. was given no condoms among their supplies right. that they're provided. Is that because they're they get randy when they're we fighting should just for your say, life? Yeah, but in the future, just say went through all their condoms, blow through all their condoms. It's like <laughs> a bad prostitute. The reason why it wasn't uh, they were getting it on amongst each other is they're using the lubricant as lip balm instead of handing them lip balm. No, they weren't. Nobody knows to do that. The biggest whore in the room is like, they were desperate to try anything. Their lips were dry. (laughs) Player 301, Trey Plutnicki, says within a day, maybe a day and a half, all the condoms were gone. It was absurd. Not because of it didn't work. He said he didn't try the the condoms himself. He went with lotion and conditioner. And he says even with that, that didn't work. Producers eventually handed him. Lip balm later That's in the game. That's a trick you try on a dumb girl with chapped lips. Yeah, you know, it's a Trojan on my lips. You put this in your mouth, it'll your lips will be better. Really? You should try it. Here, let me put it on the applicator. 
<laughs> that is Bro. not. No, you would never go here. Rub these rubbers on your lips, John. They'll feel better. I'm like, you know what? I'll deal with the chap lips till the game's over. Jodie Foster hopes that the uh, superhero movies phase is ended. Me too. She says, I've seen so many different phases. Hopefully people will be sick of it soon. The good ones like Iron Man, Black Panther, The Matrix. I marvel at those movies and I'm swept up by the entertainment of it. But that's and he goes, that's why she said I became an actor. Those movies don't change my life. Hopefully they'll they'll have room for everything else. It it's it's way past its prime as far as like it's just cookie cutter stamped out garbage. And it has been for a long time, but it took a long time for people to start to recognize oh. It's the same with the Fast and Furious stuff. Exactly. Like, All right. Right. The first one's this. fun. I, oh, I'm yeah. the first to admit the first Fast and Furious is fun. The second one's not bad. Tokyo Drift, no. Yeah. And then from there on it's just like we can stomp this out for dummies. They keep showing up. Yeah, when and when they go to space. They're I mean, ta- exactly. They're taking advantage of you. Kelly Clarkson's ex-husband, Brandon Blackstock, has been ordered to pay her over $2.6 million for business deals he unlawfully handled Oops. while they were together. Remember, she settled her divorce with him and had to pay him a pretty good amount of money. Like It's like 100000 a month or something like that. Uh, he was paid commissions for different deals, like $1.9 million for her contract with The Voice, 450000 for her collab- collaboration with Wayfair. The contract should have been made with her uh, talent agent, not him. Uh-huh. So now things are turning back to Kelly. That's not good. That's a Show lot. your daughter. <laughs> Sorry. Bumped the button there. With this be- <laughs> Got it. Our computer's going crazy. According to Rolling Stone, they released their list of the top 100 albums of the year. Oh, what? What's he doing here? Honestly, Jimmy Fallon's here. We lost a big one. We lost him. Maybe he's drunk. Oh, my God. Jimmy! Benny! How are you doing, Benny? It's Jimmy Fallon from Tonight Show. How are you? So good to be here. Oh, my God. This is Brett. Oh, my God. Brett, Jimmy, how are you, dog. buddy? You this got is, good news, Jimmy? Oh, my God. There's a little dog or the golden child. I don't know what that is. Oh, my God. It's unbelievable to be here. So good to see you, Brett. Good to hey, see you. Hear ye, hear ye. What? Oh, hear ye, hear ye. What, what, what's he doing? Are you in a new movie? No, I'm just the judges. The, there go the judge. Judge Judy. <laughs> oh, my God. No. Here comes the judge. Sandra Day O'Connor's gone. No, there goes the judge. She's dead. She's gone. Sandra Day O'Connor's gone. The justice, Sandra. All those high schools that are named after her, they have to change their names now. She's not alive anymore. I think that's how it works. I don't know. I'm drunk. Anyway, thought I'd pop by and let you know that Justice Sandra Day O'Connor is gone. That's horrible. Yes, I know. That's why I'm here, okay? I have to break this news to you. So it seems so good. Horribly funny. So let me tell you this. Uh, on Wednesday, now we have an opening for a guest uh, for The Tonight Show because she was supposed to be there. I just Who knew? We had Rosalind Carter and Sandy O'Connor scheduled for Wednesday. And now Man. the whole show's in turmoil. Well, then who's... Henry who's Kissinger, coming? as far as I know, is the only one left that, that's going to still show up. <laughs> but I haven't heard anything about him either. Oh, God. People are dying to be on the show. So I'm saying. It's a bad Fallon joke. Anyway, I just started to pop by and say, hey, how are you, Brady? Good. Brett, let's grab a drink. Let's do it. Salute. Like right now. Yes. <laughs> I love drinking. There's okay, some just... down the hallway. I know. I already had it, Brady. That's why I'm here. Some bourbon down the hallway. I, I had that too. There. There's a whole wall of it. It's amazing. <laughs> I've got more. Okay, let's go get it. Let's get on this. Anyway, tonight, Blake Shelton and his wife and uh, Nicole Eggert's going to be on tonight for no wow. reason at all from Charles and Charles. It's one of my favorite shows. Yeah, we're on. We're going to do that. And we're going to all mourn the loss of San Diego County. Who's no longer with us. Dead at the age of 93. Uh, and we will talk about that tonight on The Tonight Show. There goes the judge. She kids me. 
It's a joke. Okay. I'm out of here. See you your dick in the box. All right. See you. Okay. Senator O'Connor's gone. Man. She's a local. They name schools after around here. Thanks to Jimmy for breaking the news to us and keeping it festive. Back in the 80s, Richard Pryor bet Eddie Murphy $100,000. He would never release an album of just music with no comedy. That's what Eddie's telling people. Eddie did just that in 1985. Party All the Time came off of that. Said Richard never paid him. Well, it was tough to ask Richard for money right around that time, too. (laughs) (laughs) Richard wasn't in great shape by the time Eddie's album came out. I mean, he was fine, but we were getting close. See, I don't remember telling you that. (laughs) 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 And poor little guy had to. Jumping on the toilet trying to wipe your butt, Eddie, and then fall in. No. It's the disease. He started talking about that stuff at the end, and you're just like, let Richard go. He's talking about his illness too much. Uh, and And besides that, I think Eddie's just saying that now as an excuse to why he put that album out. He had a huge hit off of it, though. Party All the Time was a monster. I wonder if he told that story before. Right. That's when it would make sense. Because now it's like, why did you do the I know music? he's there to promote his uh, holiday yeah. movie. It seems a lot cooler to say, oh, the only reason I did the music album with Rick James was for, because uh, Richard Pryor bet me I wouldn't. He did. Uh, all right. It's 933. We got the Guadalupe Squares coming up. Then we get out of here, right? That's it. I believe Holmberg after dark tickets for the Guadalupe Squares, along with other stuff you can pick from. But we've got some tickets to go see uh, Holmberg's Happy Ending. Uh, Caliendo's going to be there. Uh, Jonathan Kite's going to pop by. Uh, another guest is on the fence. Can't say who it is yet, just because I don't want to promise and underpromise and deliver, but uh, it's Pablo. So I'm just letting you know that that's the other guy we're trying to get. If it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But that'll be awesome. We get uh, Mr. Francisco to join in, but he's got a scheduling conflict. He's trying to move. That would be great. But as it is, it's great. Just add him and it's a little more gravy. It could be a, a ton of fun. Uh, the Guadalupe Squares are coming up. We need a girl. We need a boy. If you want to play. All you got to do is call 585-9800. The squares are next. There goes your entertainment drill. It's out of control now. Happy birthday to the guitarist of Linkin Park, whose name escapes me. Brady just brought it up. Uh, Brad just Delson. Two seconds ago. Brad, Brad Delson. Delson. That's right. Brad Delson. Brad Delp? Brad Delp. Yeah, from, from Boston. Yeah, yeah. Boston's Brad Delp, who is a little-known fact guitar player also in Lincoln Park, uh, was born on this day. <laughs> Yo, those many years ago. So happy birthday to him. Uh, it's time for your Guadalupe Squares, everybody. They're right upon you, and we've got tickets to go see. Homburg after drive. Next Saturday, if you can believe that one. That's coming up next Saturday. Also, some other stuff if you want to load up and grab something else. But you got to win the squares to choose your prize. That's how that goes. And here's your hostess, Miss Mo Bergeron. Mo. Thank you, Chancellor. I'm the top left square. Our President Joe Biden is here. President of the United States of America. Yes, you are. That's a big deal. It's a really big deal. He's got that going on. Fix Jerusalem. Did you? That going on. Ceasefire. I know that ended yesterday, but that's all right. Yeah, and how did you fix it? Told him, stop it. Don't. Wow, that was... Don't. You didn't hand him a Pepsi and Don't. then everybody just came together? Ask me about it. Don't. <laughs> everybody want to mess didn't with it? Didn't work. They're back at it today. Don't. I said, don't. I'll do it again. I told you, don't. They're like dogs over there. You got to keep reminding them. Training. <laughs> Sit. Reward no, system. Not. Bad dog. And you know me. I'm good at training dogs. 
Uh, I don't know yeah. about all that. Is that what dogs all those are, biscuits are for? Dogs are great. I'm good at raising kids, training dogs. <laughs> I don't think these are your strong oh, suits. Very strong. Raising strong canes suits. or raising kids? Oh. Love raising canes. Love raising canes. Delicious. Delightful chicken. Reasonable price. You're welcome. Inflation kept raising canes down. What? Make it affordable for a family. I used to be a family in need. Love chickens. You? Just you alone? Nobody else? I was born in inner city black child. No, you were not. I was. Ask me. Yeah. Your name isn't Naven Johnson. That's exactly right. <laughs> I used to love raising canes. Get it for all my family. Chicken. For everyone. Everybody. And I got rhythm. I got a job at the circus. I invented the OptiGrab. <laughs> Lost all my money to Iron Balls McGinty, and here I am. <laughs> now you're yeah, running the country. President of the United States. <laughs> oh, gosh. Be somebody. <laughs> okay. All right, moving on to the top middle square. Ice T is here. That old man ain't going to make it much longer. What's up, player? How you doing? I understand you guys had some trouble with my brother Leroy down there in the bottom of that parking garage. <laughs> yeah, he will let John out. That's right. How you like it, Whitey? <laughs> how you like it when a man in a security suit says you can't go past that line? That's how I live my life all the time. That's why I hired my security guard. You know his name, right? What's his oh, name? yeah. It's not a lie, either. <laughs> I'm screwing around. It's a big N-word. He has it written on his clothes. Oh, God. When I introduce you to him, Whitey, that's how I introduce it, just to see how you react. <laughs> Mo, how you doing out there? I'm good. How you want you? some extra cash? Because I'll turn your ass out. You'll be my bottom bitch. <laughs> I mean, I guess I could use the extra money. Congratulations to Brett. He got married. Yeah, Thanks, T. Yes. Brett's like a black man. <laughs> yeah, because no. his girl's got a fat ass. <laughs> Just like Coco. That's what I'm saying. They should be hanging out together. We should get her with Coco. Oh, yeah. Let's do yeah. that. Yeah, and oh, you shoot. too. We have no. Momo, Coco, and Miss New Booty. <laughs> That's what ass. I like. We got Medea, Vesley, Momo, Coco. Ain't going to be enough room in a car with all that ass. Uh, no, I think you should invite Brady, too. I think he deserves Brady got a flat ass. It's weird. <laughs> Brady got one of them pancake asses. He's like them big girls. Looks like a hot air balloon trying to put a pair of pants on. Oh, I like pancakes, God. Ice. I know you do. Some would say a little too much. <laughs> right, moving on. I to congratulate Brady. We talked about it earlier this morning about people at perfect attendance at school. Brady never missed lunch. <laughs> <laughs> all right, moving on to the top right square. The Rolling, all of the Rolling Stones are here? Well, two. Just two of them. God, I, I know what's up. Oh, yes, I know. How you doing? Good. Oh, wow. Great. Hi. How are you? You don't sound like you're doing too good. I'm great, Mo. Oh, you come see a new show. It's, it's coming out next year, right? What we got going on? The ARP tour. But like how? That's right. Sponsored by ARP. A-A-R-P. <laughs> right. This one's going out to local Phoenix celebrity. His name's Randall Bird. I've read about him in the news. Didn't really... But he wanted to hear this song. I'm so hot for her. I'm so hot for her. I'm so hot for her. She's so cold. <laughs> Note by Keith. <laughs> <laughs> right, Mick, you probably want to stop singing that song, then, mate. Yeah. I followed up on Randall Bird, mate. <laughs> he shagged a dead old lady. Oh. Oh. Oh, I'm so hot for her. Oh, She's no. 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 Brought to you by AARP, baby. <laughs> That's right, come see the Stones next year. I tried rewiring her, tried refiring her. Think her engine is permanently stoned. Uh, yeah. 
Right, these words really make a mince meat of the story there, Nick. <laughs> I don't understand. Blue hair's getting free. Show me your purple bread afterwards, oh, backstage. Geez, what? Nick. I'm no. 80. What am I going to do? The groupies have to be wheeled to me now. <laughs> oh, God. You guys Right, yes. Are you? Yeah, I want to retire with a billion dollars. <laughs> and how You're close are you? Here? Very. One <laughs> AARP tour. <laughs> We're not afraid to sell out to old people. That's who loves us. You're just doing a nursing home tour? How is Come it on like? down. It's the Rolling Stones Prunes and Stews tour. <laughs> We're changing our name to the Prunes and Stews. <laughs> I'm going to take my... Well, that that wasn't approved by all of them, maybe, by the way. <laughs> I don't smoke anymore. So what is that? I'm a dragon. <laughs> I've actually got so much smoke residue in my lungs. I can just summon up the smoke when I need it. Oh my gosh, I thought you did a dab or something. God, like, are you okay? Randall Bird! Oh God, <laughs> are you out there? <laughs> Come on, I'm so hot for her. Randall so cold! <laughs> right, he's getting on top of it. I've been on top of a dead lady before, didn't even realise it. And like the song says, I'm not a dead woman. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the middle left square here to talk about the finale, The Golden Bachelor, Gary Turner. Oh, oh, oh. Gary Turner. Oh. Hey, Gary. Oh, hey. Mm. Hi, guys. Uh, Gary, Gary Turner, The Golden Bachelor. I think it's actually Jerry, but who knows? It is. Who knows, is it? I was, I'm sorry I wasn't paying attention. I was mopping up my, my newest job as the janitor here at Hubbard Radio. I, oh, my God. I did a lot of lying to get to be The Golden Bachelor. Oh, here's another of my Golden Bachelorettes. Hi, what's your name? I'm Sherry. You chose me to be your wife. Oh, we should probably kiss. Oh. 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 Are you stirring macaroni oh, and cheese? nothing quite as bad as old people kissing. <laughs> Agreed. Oh, please stop. Oh. When's the last time you had a, a, a digit? <laughs> it's been ages. It's been so long, Gary. <laughs> We're going to need some what WD-40. Shut. Here's a crowbar, Gary. I'm going to need a hand with that. Could you pull on that? I have a bad back from all the mopping I do as a janitor. Oh, my God. I told people I was a restaurateur, but it turns out I was just a a, a janitor. What was that noise? (laughs) Oh, my God. She's dead. I know the perfect guy. She's still dateable. Randall. All right, moving on to the middle square. We have grown-ass plumber Brady. That's right. I'm a grown-ass man, and I got some plumbing ideas. Instead of getting anything fixed at your house or just replacing it, try to find a hack from the early 1900s, like (laughs) running your water the entire time your dishwasher's on to make sure the water stays hot in the dishwasher. I don't think that's right. That's exactly right. I asked the guy at Maytag and at Spencer's. They're trained, prof- and one of the dudes from Precision. Why do I feel like you got your notes? You got Facebook? a clog? It's probably a log. No, oh my God. Pour some Pepto-Bismol down your toilet, and it'll clear it right up. Turns it into diarrhea. Oh. <laughs> That's right. I'm a plumber. I have all the answers. <laughs> Ask me anything. Oh, uh, let's see here. I'm if trying to think of some plumbing issues. If there's issues. food stuck in your garbage but disposal, grab a spoon and clean it out. Oh. What? Some of that stuff's still edible. So I don't stick my hand in the disposal. Never put your hand in the disposal. What can I put? Well, in? it's running. Oh. Sometimes food falls in there and you want to get that back. Okay. You want to wash your dishes in hot, hot, hot. What? 
That's my plumbing advice for the day. <laughs> it's just hot, hot, hot. That's it. I'm on fire for you. My dishwasher is hot, 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 hot. Okay, Brady, calm down. Yours is cold. Because <laughs> you don't run hot water the whole time. All Start right. a shower and wash your dishes in the shower for the greatest uh, water savings of all time. <laughs> Jeez, all right. Moving on to the middle rates there. John Travolta's here. This is Zach the Red and here for two reasons. Congratulations to my paisan. Hey, thanks. Brett got married, everybody. It's such a great thing. You know, two people find each other and fall in love. It's wonderful. Were I'll you tell there? You, from experience, I know that marriage is great until your wife dies. So, <laughs> oh, my God. Jesus. Well, they say till death do you part them, and that's the beauty of it all, right? <laughs> Mine just decided to do that a little before me. God. Did you officiate the wedding? Speaking of death, I'm not listening to you. Okay. <laughs> oh, I'd say goodbye to Sandra Day O'Connor in my own special way. Sandy okay. D? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's it. I don't remember the beginning of the song. I fast forward to something I know. Stranded at the driving. Branded a fool. Oh, Sandra Day. What will this... Wait, skip it ahead. I should do the whole thing. Sandy... Can't you see? I'm in misery. We made a start. Now we're apart. There's nothing left for me. When did you get to the power I sing about Sandra D? <laughs> I wonder why you left me. Oh, Sandy. Sandy, baby. That's my tribute to Sandra Day O'Connor, who's no longer with us. That was beautiful. Thing. That made me cry. Yeah. Yeah, when high school is done, because then high school's after, I thought it would be a fitting, appropriate for me to come in and sing about Sandra Day O'Connor, no? No, I don't, I don't think so, but... It also goes out to Olivia Newton-John, who's no longer with us as well. Brett, enjoy your marriage while it lasts. <laughs> oh, my God, man. Jeez. Because what? That's my pie's what? on there. It's no, true. That's my it's true. true, JT. Come on. It's true. I mean, you're supposed to go till one of you dies, right? Yeah. And then you can be gay out loud. No. no. That's how marriage no. works. No, it's not. Oh, Sandy. Why? I'm going to miss her so much. I think you're due for a massage appointment. Oh, I can't wait. Oh, God. All right. Moving on to the bottom left square. It's Brady's Secret Square. Give us a hint. Yeah. Hi, guys. It's my birthday then. I'm 42 years old. I was a Mouseketeer. I used to bone the tar out of Justin Timberlake. I'm going to dance for you. I'm a slave. Put your shirt on. Oh, put those knives down. Jesus. Those are huge. What's going on with your makeup? my fingers. I'm still doing it, though. I'm a slave. Put the knives down. You're making everybody nervous. They're just props. It's okay. They're just props. Like <laughs> All right, in the bottom middle square, we've got Ozzy Osbourne here. Right. Uh, 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 out. By the way, hi. Hello. I'm 42 years old today. You're I used not. to be a masketeer, oh and I once bound Justin Timberlake. Here's some knives. I'm a slave to you. <laughs> For you. Oh, no way. That was not me. That was you. I'm reading the wrong lines. Isn't it? Do you know You're who so you sexy. are? Right. Of course I do. Remind me. Who's in this square? <laughs> Ozzy? Uh, have you seen me lately? I'm very scary. I've been mummified. You've been walking a little... Yeah, I've been sideways. I've been mummified. They, 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 they wrapped my head up with uh, mummy tape and pushed me around. Uh, the brain surgery. We need to push you a little bit. Somebody bring Sharon in this yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'll take over from here. Hello, Ozzy. All right, Ozzy. I'm Ozzy. I'm a prince of darkness. Now I remember... Oh, God. 
<laughs> I wouldn't be on that AARP tour with those other blokes. I don't think you could tour you're anymore. You're done. You're yeah. I'm, I'm gonna do it. I mean, it's my AARP tour. It's the alcoholic retired persons of America. <laughs> Somebody would explain to me how come this pressed ham is in my square. Oh, my God. That's your wife, Ozzy. Be nice. Well, God, she looks like a pressed ham. (laughs) (laughs) He's like a little pressed ham with super Google eyes on it like it's a kid's toy. That's rude, Ozzy. I like Asian ladies. (laughs) Could be saying that in front of her. She'd be really upset. I don't think a press ham can hear. Listen, <laughs> listen to the lady with the red hair thinking that press ham has feelings. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's just a ham. Oh, it's probably, Larry's probably trying to sell her. <laughs> what? No. I've heard the commercials. Larry gets rid of ham now. Oh. Larry's forcing. Get rid of ham. Larry's getting rid of all the ham. He's in the spots. I heard it. I'm Larry McFeely. Buy ham. Shalom. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Wait, seriously, guys, help me out and find out where this spam on a stick is in the square with me. Cozzy, oh, stop it. Why? Yeah. Right, I'm in spam. Spam, spam. No. 40 spam. years now, I think you've been married? Too long. <laughs> John Travolta's wife had the right idea. No. Oh, God. <laughs> All right, moving on to the bottom right square. Our Lord and Savior is here. It's Trip Reed. Yeah. How are you, Mo? Happy Thanksgiving belated. Uh, Thank you. I'm sure your family wasn't all out of the pen, so you're celebrating all week long. Yeah, absolutely. And probably some sort of a rainbow turkey parade will be clogging up Central Avenue this week. Oh, she brought in turkey tamales for Yeah, I did. Yeah, Trip, I know how much you love tamales. No, thank you. You love tamales. No, thank you. You know who doesn't like tamales, though? Is that John guy? Yeah, and he's right. No, he's not. I accept the tamales as to not be a racist, but I immediately (laughs) put them in a file cabinet marked garbage. Oh, my God. Why why would you save it and mark the garbage? Just throw it away. I have steak 44 tastes. Not oh steak forty four cent okay. tastes. Steak which is about as much as it costs. Tamale? No, no, because no one would order it. They have class. They would totally order it there. <laughs> no, they wouldn't, because it would be called the kitchen special oh, for the employee. I mean, I'll eat that. That sounds good. <laughs> All right, we got uh, Jerry and David on the line. Jerry, are you there? Yes, I am. David, are you there? Dang hi to the Plex. <laughs> Dang hi to the Plex, sir. Uh, Jerry, pick a square. Um, I'll go at the center square with Brady. Yeah, that's me. Plum- Do you have any plumbing issues at your house, Jerry? No plumbing issues. None at all. You probably no, use a lot I'm of sorry. salad and stuff. <laughs> Jeez, that's what that's, that's usually the problem. Is really? Yeah, and plumbing issues are mostly dietary. My doctor always tells me I need to slow down on the red meats. Yeah, that's your yeah. plumbing, not that, your house plumbing. Yeah, now my plumber's telling me the exact same thing as my doctor. I've already got a mother, you bastard. <laughs> I'll do my plumbing from here, slowing me down. Do you need a, a good piping at your house, Jerry, oh, or what are you on. looking for? <laughs> no, we're good. We're all good over here. Because if you need three inches, I got good value. Oh, <laughs> okay, Brady, you're Nice, good. thick drain snake. <laughs> okay, in many countries, it is common to cook Ooh. certain meals in the dishwasher. Well, yeah, of course it is, because uh, the dishwasher is hot water, so you can, if you 
turn on your sink and your shower at the same time. What? No. Run all the hot water through your pipes. You can boil up some soups and stews in your dishwasher. Steam some shrimp yeah. while you're washing your... <laughs> get steam tamales. A lot of the times I like to stop the dishwasher mid-cycle and take all the food that's fallen off the dirty plates and make <laughs> a new meal. Oh, God. That's not what that filter's yeah, it's for. Like a, it's like, a, oh, man, you can have a nice clam boat no. <laughs> while you're putting your oh. silverware Wait, away. where's the clam boat at? Oh. Oh. oh, he doesn't know. Oh. I don't know. I, I thought you know. It's in the dishwasher. You don't eat the clam boat. <laughs> oh, okay. Well. I know the dishwasher has one. <laughs> I guess I'll be there. Clam boat. <laughs> okay. I haven't even thought of that. I was looking forward to dining with you. I can't yeah. wait. Invite me over for dinner. Yeah, cheats out at the Y a lot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, your question again. In many countries, oh, yeah. it's common to cook certain oh, yeah, meals in the very dishwasher. very true. A lot of... Really crappy countries make their food where their dirty dishes are. <laughs> oh my God. That's all, true. All right, Jerry. He's saying true. Do you agree or disagree? I disagree. Incorrect. Circle gets the square. It is true. It's primarily seafood. Steamed mm, clams. Yeah. Clam dips. And stuff. Nailed it, Brady. All right. David, go ahead and pick a square. Uh, we'll do the, the secret square. Ooh. Oh, hi. <laughs> Ah, I've never been so flaccid yeah, in my life. Either. <laughs> Somehow that used to turn me off. Do you have any idea who that is? Britney Spears. That's exactly ah. right. He's on fire. Right, okay, Jerry, you can take Rolling Stones to the block. Yes. You don't have to, love. You don't want. Do you remember who we are? We're the Rolling Stones. Right? Yeah. You've heard of Randall Burr, right, Jerry? Uh, sir? Yeah, he's the bloke. What? Some old lady when she was dead in a slab, right? I'm so hot for her. Oh, I'm God, so God. hot for her. I'm so hot for her. Randall said she's gone. <laughs> Brought to you by AARP, right? Hey, <laughs> Mick, I'm kind of starting to like that song about... Bashing into that old no. dead bird. Oh, Keith, no. right. He's a randy bird, isn't he? Oh. I'm so hot for her. I'm a bleeding volcano. Oh. No blood, no blood. That's a promise. No more blood. She's oh, way too old. <laughs> way too old. And she's cold. Oh, Where's that randy bird? Come up on stage, mate. No, don't put him on stage. Hey, do the, do the song for AARP, the one we rewrote there. Oh, right. I have music for it. Do it acapella. Ready? Under my bum, there's a hemorrhoid I have to remove so bad. You understand, audience? Relate to it. Yeah. Under my bum, there's a grape vine. The grapes don't ever sad. It's full of blood. I can imagine you with a grape vine. I've got to wear three pairs of drawers. It's because... That it's bad. <laughs> Under my bum. Oh, AARP brings you the Rolling Stones. <laughs> okay, let's get to your question. Got a little loud there, didn't it, Jerry? <laughs> we killed Jerry. <laughs> oh, she no, I'm still here. Oh, okay, right, I'm still here. All right, Coca-Cola <laughs> is the reason our modern Santa Claus is known to wear a red coat. Is that true or false? For the Christmas is who you're talking about. Right? Yeah. That's who she's talking about, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you know, he comes out of the chimney. A lot of times I just stick my head in the chimney and just take a puff. <laughs> Cigarettes aren't big enough, mate. Sometimes I hang around tops of chimneys and just inhale. What are you doing? You're a chimney sweep? 
No, I'm not a chimney sweep. I'm above that. <laughs> it's just I can't get the uh, desired effect from cigarettes. They're so tiny. Not enough soot. Yeah, I got to put my whole mouth around it. Oh. Mick taught me how to deep throat a chimney with that big <laughs> ass mouth. Oh, God, take it. Here it comes, my nineteen nervous breakdown. <laughs> oh, Everyone in the audience can relate. <laughs> yeah, they can. <laughs> yeah, in hospice, you got a friend. <laughs> oh, <what>? No. <laughs> All right, your question. I'm again. just waiting on my hospice friend. <laughs> well, our t- tones changed, is what I'm getting at. Yeah, yeah. Like who was sponsored by retired peoples? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> All right, your question. Drink a lot. All right, your question again. Coca Cola is the reason our modern Santa Claus is known to wear a red coat. Uh, right. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I can't get no defecation. Oh my god! Brought to you by suppositories. Rolling Stones coming next year. Gotta get you that Metamucil. Right. Oh god, that's a good one. And that ends up some of the lyrics. I make me a good Metamucil. Not Lucille Irby. The sympathy for the Metamucil. Can you rhyme anything with Metamucil? I can do anything I want. Do it. I can't do it right now though. All right. I'll say that's true. All right. Coca-Cola made Santa Claus. Okay. Do you agree or disagree? Jerry. Jerry. I, I, I'll disagree. That's right. That's correct. X is the square. It is false. It's mostly urban legend. Brown sugar. You make my blood level sore. Ow. Diabetes, <laughs> no. I'm a diabetic. I need a shot. All right, David. My take a vision is poor. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go uh, top left for Biden. Ooh, yeah. I'm going to that show. That's for sure. Yeah, you're not. You're not going to uh, go and join them on stage yeah, or anything. Get up there. Do a couple of numbers. Yeah. Yeah. Which is your favorite Rolling Stone song? I like the uh, Sergeant Peppers. That's not them. Like, uh, <laughs> the Sergeant Peppers. Doing the diarrhea shuffle. <laughs> <laughs> what? Harlem yeah. shuffle. Oh yeah. Oh, my not anymore. <laughs> not for me at least. Right. I keep my legs so close to together. Harlem. If I take a full stride, you grew up in Harlem. Oh. Bad news. I grew up in Harlem. Brady's right. Okay. I grew up in Puerto Rican Harlem. No, what? <laughs> yeah. Spanish Harlem, Spanish, you mean? That's one. <laughs> that's one. That's it. my hometown. Delaware. See. No, what? <laughs> I got to. I got to Diablo. Oh. Yeah, Devil Cat. Devil Cat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. You're a jet. What's well, a jet? You're always no. a jet. You're a jet for life. Oh, I'm a jet. Never get it. I knew a girl named Maria. No. 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 That was not you. I'll be Maria. Heights. I'll be Maria. Hey, brother. Sister. Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. Your question. Quick clarification. <laughs> yeah. All right. Your question again. Er, I didn't even say it. Interest on the national debt is now the second highest item in the U.S. It's budget. It's my fault. Our, well, I inherited we that. We didn't ask that. Yeah. yeah. I just want to I just want you to say true or false. True or false. No. Oh, my God. I want to commit to an answer. I mean, you blame for a lot of stuff, you know? Like the puddle on the rug. No. <laughs> that was you, actually. Was I did it wasn't that. Commander? Yeah, I did that. No, Commander's not there anymore. Oh, God. They said they were going to euthanize someone in the White House, and I said, this one. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, you you must make that choice. Yeah. For me. <laughs> oh, no. I'll say that's true. Probably. Probably pretty bad. Probably okay. He's saying true. Do you agree or disagree? Give me four more years, I'll fix it. I agree. How about how about that price of gas? It's false. You're welcome. (laughs) I guess the square. I get credit for price of gas. Three dollars. Fine job. All right, Jerry, you can take iced tea for the win.
Yeah, let's do iced tea, please. Let's get it all over with. I'm for the win. Hey, Jerry, how yeah. big is your waist? <laughs> what? Oh, what? Uh, Six inches, I guess. I don't know. Six inches? <laughs> Are you a been, sea monkey? <laughs> My God, yeah. Your husband good. lies to you about how big six inches is, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> you have a six-inch waist? <laughs> no, I didn't say six. I said 30. I'm guessing. I don't know. 30. So your ass probably, if it's proportionate to my liking, is 77 inches. What? All right. No. No. That's not fair. That's too much. That ass. She like an hourglass on it. It's about six hours to the bottom. Oh, my God. <laughs> six hours. <laughs> you get inside Jerry, you like that submarine. You're going to be looking for the bottom for a long time. Oh, no. And you'll implode? Oh, and then you're going to blow up. That's for sure. You're going to explode. That's for sure. Okay. Blow up like a little broke submersible. <laughs> All I'm right. gonna turn Jerry's ass out, or don't. All right. Okay. There are <laughs> nearly 30 million live Christmas trees sold each year in the U.S. alone. That's probably true. There's 300 million of us. Everybody's got six kids by my count. That's 30 million households. Okay. <laughs> okay. All There's right. About 75 Jews. What? Everybody's <laughs> got a tree. That's exactly it. Even the Jews. The Jews don't have trees. I'm excluding. Oh, gotcha. Uh, okay. Do the math, dummy. <laughs> That's true. All right, Jerry. Saying true. Do you agree or disagree? Uh, I'll, I'll agree. I'll say true. That is correct. He wins. Win. Congratulations, right. Jerry's the champion. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> that really was. That really was. I think she's working. Awesome. There you go. Can't show enthusiasm. Uh, Rolling Stones tickets available today, by the way, if you're interested in buying them. Yep. At uh, AARP.com <laughs> and... You're not wrong. They already got the early bird. No, I know. They did have an early bird. It was at 4 o'clock yesterday. (laughs) Use the code word Metamucil. (laughs) That's right. You save 10%. And who doesn't want to do that? It sure will be on tap as well. Oh, God. (laughs) How come I'm just not finding out about Brett's wedding? (laughs) You didn't tell him, Brett? I was standing outside. I thought I'd be a square. Brett. What happened? Toledo made up the list. He, he, He brought all the guests in. You're right. There will be repercussions. What? No. I'll get down, I'll kiss the ring. Brent, here's an envelope. Thank you. Congratulations. Thank you. Your wife. She's a beautiful lady. Thank you. She's got a great ass. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I agree. That's absolutely spectacular. You can put a drink on one cheek. Why don't you give him a ring with a finger still on it? Remote on the other one. (laughs) Still do your business. (laughs) Congratulations to you. And to your beautiful wife as well. Thank you. Did you invite your guma to the wedding? Uh, as far as you know, yeah. That's right. Yeah. She was there, wasn't she? That's nice. That's nice. Keep it, keep it in the family, I say. Anyway, all right, that's enough. I'm leaving. Okay, bye. Before I do. Does Johnny Cakes at your place? I haven't seen him for a while. I miss him. Right, get out of here. That's enough. We're You've done. been blessed, Brett. Yeah, I have been. Godfather showed up. Brett's wedding week. You're one week and a day married. Yes. yes. An official seven days. Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, that's it for us. We're done. Mo, you got any gay parades to do this weekend? No, nah, just birthday parades. There is a parade. We have a birthday weekend. parade? Yeah. Oh, the roads are all open? Exactly. Jeez. Which one's no ruined? One's coming. It's fine. Oh, is it a birthday parade for you? Yeah. When's your birthday? On Monday. What? What? Well, happy happy birthday to Mo. I should have been the secret Nicely square. done. You should have been the secret square. Yeah. I mean, honestly, though, it's the same. I'm playing with knives, too. So That's true. People You're Mexican. You can't been help interchangeable. <laughs> All Mexicans have knives. She's the Britney Spears of her community. Got a knife right now. Uh, that's it. Uh, nobody else going anywhere. Yeah. All right. Uh, everybody, enjoy your weekend. And I guess we'll see you on Mo's birthday on Monday. Have a lovely day. We'll see you Monday. So long.
It's out of control now. 98 KUPD.